SatPod, episode 195, the Spanish Announce Table podcast, a podcast about professional wrestling. It is February the 8th, 2018. My name is Warren, and Brando is also here. Uh, on the professional wrestling thing, I started playing Monster Hunter and made a character and named him Lance Catamaran. Aha, I like that. It's <laughs> yes. a strong move. <laughs> um, yeah, so you don't have to sit through a, a solo Warren show again, so that's nice. Well, bless you for doing it. Uh, we're going to talk Royal Rumble because we didn't do that last week. Um, we'll do that shortly. Mm-hmm. But first... Brando, what's new in your world? Uh, well, I had a, a heck of a week. Heck of a week, Warren. I uh, The Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yes, they did. Uh, that was the bookend of the week, and tomorrow I'm buying a Nintendo Switch for the other end of the books. Mm. The the elephant's tusk instead of the elephant's butt, as the bookmarks. Uh, now, what what are you? What games are you getting? With uh, the, the only game I know console. that I need to get. Uh, so I'm hoping to find one of those like little boxes where they uh, where they give you the game and the thing for a good deal is uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, it was one of the uh, talking reckless, which you will know this talking reckless uh, top five games of the year. It was the only one that I did not play. So I uh, had been planning on getting a Switch for a while now, um, but uh, now it seems like the time. If if there are games out there that are that good that I have not played. It will not stand. It cannot stand. I tentatively entered a uh, Mario Kart tournament where the winner gets a Nintendo Switch today. Fuck sakes. We're going to so. win that, and then we're yep. going to have two. Yep. I guess we're not going to live together forever, though. Maybe. That's true. We That's might true. both Who need knows? one. We might Lord live. only knows. That's right. Uh, yeah, and the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Um, it was. I, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not kidding. If you just ignore Facebook messages, just text messages that I received... I got more text messages uh, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl congratulating me for that than I do for my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, that That is weird when that happens. Hey? I know. Where people are like, oh, I, I thought of you. That's so great. I'm so happy for you. I was like, oh, yeah, I did nothing. And also, nice to talk to you for the first time in four years. It's always weird when people congratulate you on your favorite team winning something. Yeah. Because you're like, well, I, I did I did sit and eat a lot of chicken wings. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did yell some yeah. very obscene things at some officials. Um, uh, I like to think I played a big part of it. One of the, when the Ravens won, mm-hmm. four years ago? No. Yeah, probably about that. Because Eagles this year, it was Patriots Five, the year maybe. before. Seahawks. Seahawks before that, the Broncos then, before that, then the Ravens, I think, right? Yes, I believe so. Anyways, um, the blackout game. Yes, the uh, one of the one of the people that went to my parents' church mm-hmm. uh, for a long time, and I guess I just maybe I wore a jersey once or something when going sure. with my parents. Called our home phone, which my parents are like, "How the hell did he even get the phone number?" <laughs> called it like right after the game was done. And asked for me, where I've said three words to this guy in my whole life. I was like, yeah. just figured I'd uh, I'll say congrats on your team winning the Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> so weird. What the fuck? Thank you? That Ellis? Okay. <laughs> that landline uh, hasn't rang in 17 have, years. Have a nice day. <laughs> like, what What do you say to that? Uh, Super weird. But, that is weird. But um, I was very happy. Yeah. it was, And you know what? A great game, too. Absolutely. If you judge uh, football games 
how good they are by total offense. It was the greatest football <laughs> game of all time. Yeah, most uh, most total offense in an NFL game ever. Yeah. Not just Super Bowl, Bowl yeah. ever. It was crazy. There was one punt. We The Eagles punted once. The Patriots did not kick a punt all game and lost. That's also got to be a thing. Has to be somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, highly entertaining game, mm-hmm. which is always nice that it's not a blowout and it wasn't a three nothing win or something ridiculous right. like that. Yeah, that was my that was my number one worry just because I got so excited for it. I was like, if we like if we blow them because normally when I go into Super Bowl, I have probably a dog in the race, but I don't care that much. Right. Um and I'm like, I just hope it's a good game. I hope it's not fifty to something like mm-hmm. that Seattle Denver year. Yeah. yeah. Garbage. Um I just hope it's a good game. And then this game I was like, okay, I don't care if it's a good game at all. I get, we need to win. I don't care if it's three nothing or fifty nothing or fifty to forty nine. Mm-hmm. I just need to win the game. I don't care how it's going. And then we ended up getting a fantastic game, which, as hard as it was on my heart, uh, was uh, it, it's always better to come out the other end and be like, we want a fucking fantastic football game instead of being like we won a game that people will call the worst Super Bowl in history for years to sure. come. Yeah, no, you don't want that. No, you want to win it the right way against uh, the best quarterback of all time. Yep. And one of the Dynasty. greatest dynasties of all time, yeah. Too. So, and they had their parade today. Yes. And one of their players, my God, did he uh, did he lay down a speech for the lifetime, mm. especially for a wrestling fan, because he started off doing very stone cold Steve Austin level shit. He's a very passionate man. He's yeah. the same guy who was crying at the uh, Super Bowl after post yeah. game interview. Right. Um. Yeah. He but was, a quote uh, his grandpa gave him, yeah. or his father gave him. That he would not bore us with because it's too long. And I'm like, why'd you bring it up then? (laughs) And I love that in today's speech, he did like player by player what's wrong with them. Yeah. And as he'd name them, the rest of the guys are like laughing and like, oh, we got you. And then he'd get that guy. And yeah, it was funny. Yeah. And some of them were just like, oh, this guy, Aguilar can't catch. Oh, Laguerre Blunt's done. Oh, Mm -hmm. this guy's too old. And and then he comes around to Lane Johnson. He's like, Lane can't lay off the juice. (laughs) (laughs) And it cuts to the players, and they're all just like, oh, you went there. (laughs) Uh, Good times. Hilarious. He's a beauty. It would have been great if it went on. Well, not that there was many players left that he didn't touch, but near the end of it, the crowd started wetting in between the – They did, uh, and he didn't didn't let him go, which is – It's too bad because it seemed like he started Mm. with the Austin stuff. And I think that's how it started because he started with, if you love the Philadelphia Eagles, give me a hell yeah. And everyone's like, hell yeah. And then he did it a few times. And then I was like, when the what started, I was like, oh, this is perfect. He's going to understand this and play up to it. But then, yeah. And then throw the man two beers. That's right. And end it right. Uh, The head coach was bear palming. I didn't see anybody else but him. I haven't looked at it yet. I'm sure I'll see it at some point. But yeah, just one hand in him, just like Austin. It was impressive. He's a quarterback. Um, did you see the uh, tweet from Bo Allen this morning before the parade even started? Um, Offensive lineman? I I saw a tweet, but it doesn't seem like something that you would bring up. He said, uh, PSA, please toss us beers as we drive by today. Oh, yes. Which is fucking I great. did not see that one. That's Brilliant. good. Love that. That's so um, good. good. Well, yeah, that's a successful weekend for you. Yeah, that was good. Very good successful. Thanks. Um, Work today sucked, though, so I'm happy yeah, to be busy done. you're busy today, yeah, hey? Really busy. Yeah. I, too, am very excited to go home and sleep. I've yeah. not been sleeping well this week. I don't know what the hell's going on, but man's tired. Man's real tired. Yeah. You're up early. You were up early today. I was leaving for my first shoot, and, well, not early, but early by your standards. Yeah. You came rolling in. Uh, 
couldn't have been it was before 11 right yeah well the weekly meeting at 11 on Thursdays. oh right i forgot so. i always forget about that yeah i thought you were just here really early there's days are always the long because we do the podcast afterwards so i'm yeah. here for sometimes 12 hours it changed on monday yep well if a certain somebody continues to miss podcasts, then the whole reason we're not doing them on Wednesday is because of said certain person. That's true. That might be a conversation, but that's, that's for I guess somewhere down the line. Even if we could figure out who is all going to be in attendance earlier time. in the week, we yeah. could. Well, maybe... and that's the thing. I didn't text until this morning, right. this week. Which we usually reason. don't, but I kind of forgot about the fact that the only thing preventing us from doing a Wednesday show is mm. it does conflicts with someone's schedule. Yes. But that's all right. We'll that's uh right. we'll get it all figured. I'm sure Scotty will be back. Scotty's crunching some OT. Yeah, he's doing some overtime. Allegedly. Winner. I said it. Yeah. Allegedly. Until we check his Instagram <laughs> later tonight and see what he's posted on his story. Oh, about this fighting event. From which video game he's playing. At what location. <laughs> Since um, five o'clock. <laughs> yes, you mentioned uh and this ties in with me as well because I was also there, the talking reckless revolution. Yeah podcast slash stream that we did, which is uh, available already. Yeah, well, it would have come out on Monday, right? Yeah. Um, yes, where we discussed uh, the best games of the year and uh, kind of broke them down one by one, narrowed it down to kind of our top ten, and then got it down to a five, and then ordered the five, which just turned into a political thing. But you should listen to it because it's highly entertaining. If you enjoy people screaming at each other, boy, oh, boy. Yes, we got that covered. We got that covered. Um, we were so good. Uh, for the first like ninety percent of it, oh yeah, until we got down Just to about down. the top seven, and it started being like because we only do a top five, and then we rank our top five. Uh, and once we got right down to seven, and people were like talking about cutting other people's games of the year, mm. and it, 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 it was just him. like a, I can't have this game be ahead of this game, and then the other half of people were like, well, I can't have that game be ahead of this yeah. game. You got to the point where you're like, if we all like wrote down our caveats for all this, I'm telling you, a Survivor style room where you go in there, yeah, you cut your this is my game of the year, boom, yeah, put it down. And then we just work our way based on the votes, and whatever got the most votes for number one is number one, you second most number two, boom, and boom. But then that takes out all the, uh, like, talking. It's the, true. Arguing. But that's why you put another camera in there and have each person do, like, a confessional style. Yeah, but I think, the, I think the best part about it is the, this is why this game is better than this Oh, game. yes. It no. is, it is to- but I agree. You the survivor get- style thing is more of, like, a last resort. Right. You do get to the point where it's just, like... No, someone's going to be very unhappy. How do we decide who that is? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Cuphead, as I totally thought the entire time going in. Uh, can I? Should I spoil? Doesn't really yeah, matter. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, one game of the year because people couldn't decide between Legend of Zelda and Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes. Which maybe should have been one <laughs> two based on how passionately most people were arguing for them. Yeah. But because no one could decide on which one was better, and people were just flat out like, Zelda cannot be game of the year, and Horizon Zero Dawn cannot be game of the year. Mm. Cuphead just, like, squeaked in there, and that is not the first time that's happened on Well, and show. it's not a slight against Cuphead either, because no, it's well-deserving of game of the year. And we all had Cuphead right around our top three. Yes, so. yeah. Um, and I love Cuphead. And it's a game that you and I played together on stream, yeah. which I'm sure the archives dope. are probably still there. I don't know how long they can stay there, but... Um, Might be still up there for you to watch on the Talking Reckless Twitch channel. That was some of the most fun I had playing video games. Yeah, well, for sure. Maybe the most fun I had playing a video game that came out this year. Because yep. the only other video games that I had that much fun with are like Rocket League 
and which have already been out for have already a year or two. Yeah, exactly. The mainstays that we still hang with. Mm. <clears throat> it was uh, it, it was a strange experience for me as the as the stubborn individual that I can be, especially when drinking. Mm-hmm. It was a strange experience for me to be kind of trying to keep trying to keep the peace on I that know. podcast. I think we 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 <laughs> showed you how stubborn we can get. We're like. Eads is yelling at somebody, and three other people are yelling, and I just had to drop a, girls, girls, <laughs> uh, just to cut the tension, and yeah. it was fun. I it had a is- lot of fun. I enjoyed it. It's not, it's not, there's no hard feelings coming out of that from anybody. Yeah. It just, you get heated, you get passionate about it, and yeah. that's what people want to hear, right? And that's what you, like, you want that. You want to fight for your game. That's what, like, is entertaining. But then every now and then you'll get to the point, like usually between two people, and sometimes you don't realize if you're one of the people, you can only see it with other people. Where you're mm. like, "Oh, they're get, like, they're getting mad." At this each is getting other. this is getting it's real. Get, yeah, it's, it's not get, about video it's games. It's not anymore. about video games right now. <laughs> uh, but that's great. Yeah, it, it, it happens. Asks. It happens on this podcast sometimes too. So, yeah. Scotty's a bitch. It's real. <laughs> it's real life. Um, yeah. Much, so we did that. We had some drinks. Didn't get home until. Four o'clock almost. Yeah, we shut that thing down. The last two years that I've done that, um, which we skipped a year, but the two years before that, we had long after parties. Yeah, which um, I was super looking forward to and then kind of lost track of time and didn't realize how late it was. Yeah, and then we were And then cut, I heard somebody was... saying, like, after we wrapped up, they're like, okay, bye, everyone. Thanks for tuning I'm like, wait, that we're done? And then I realized, oh, it's 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we are done. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. Yeah, but, but we started way later than we usually do. And that's another thing that I wondered, I guess, yeah. Yeah, because we, uh, we often start at like 6, maybe 5 even. Uh, and this time, what we, we probably didn't get going until close to 9, 8.30. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. My game of the year didn't make the top five. I was sad. But no one else had played it. <laughs> yes. Um... What else did I do in the last week? Not a lot, to be honest. Mm. That's all right. Um. Oh, I witnessed some road rage. Yes. Um. In uh, in the wonderful hamlet of Sherwood Park, where I spent twenty two and a half, call it, years of my life growing up. Um. Sunday afternoon, uh, my parents invited me to their house to watch the Super Bowl and do kind of a late birthday dinner thing my mom said she was gonna make homemade pizza mm-hmm. and i said how high so i'll be there sort of thing yeah um so she's like oh i need you to pick up some flour on the way whatever so i stopped at the grocery store and there's this one intersection in Sherwood park that is just notoriously bad for ice it's kind of sloped mm-hmm. and kind of comes up in the middle and then is flat so yep. it just runs off when it melts and it's right. just an absolute gong show um which i i fully remembered so anyways i'm second in line uh, and the way that the intersection is set up is that there's a straight-through lane, mm-hmm. there's a right-turn-only lane, mm-hmm. and there's two left-turn lanes. Right. Um, so I am in the straight-through lane, second in line. Yes. There is, as I said, two left-turn lanes, right, one right beside me, one on the other side of it on the left. No issue there. And the guy in front of me, the light goes green, and he's starting to spin a bit because it's icy, but he's not doing the thing that pisses me off more than anything when people start to spin and they just pin it and that doesn't do anything because your mm-hmm. tires are just going faster. Yeah. You gotta. He's doing what he can to get it done and he's trying to steer it out of the ice and he's doing a great job. Like yeah. There's nothing wrong with what he's doing at all. Yeah. Guy, and I still don't know if he was behind me right. in line 
and got pissed off and decided to go around, or if he made an honest mistake and didn't realize that that was a left turn lane. Right. But he went straight through from the left turn lane directly beside me. Right. Realized halfway through the intersection, oh, I'm coming, heading straight towards oncoming traffic. Right. So he gets into the straight lane, thus cutting off the guy in front of me. Yes. From what I could tell, based on seeing him, I'd say the guy in front of me around our age, maybe slightly younger, between 20 and 25, early okay. 20s. Yep. Guy in the truck who <clears throat> cut the young guy off, probably early to mid-50s, I would say. Yep. Okay. Older truck, uh, whiter hair, like he's an older dude. Mm-hmm. So the young guy doesn't like the fact that this old guy cut him off. Right. So he goes around to the left to try and pass him now that he's got some traction back on regular, well, not regular, but snow road. Right. Uh, and he's got like a loud muffler. Dude probably takes good care of his car. Yeah. Maybe races. I don't know what he, he anyways, right. it was a loud car. There's some pride in his vehicle. So he tries to go around him on the left to pass him because he's this pissed is, off. This is oncoming traffic to go around right. someone on the left. So the truck, the older guy in the truck doesn't like that idea and moves over to the left to cut him off again to prevent him from passing him. Mm. So now two vehicles are going the wrong direction. Into oncoming traffic on this lane. Yeah. It's not a very busy road. No. Like, it's not like a highway or even one yeah. of the main the roads. It's a residential street. Right. Yeah. Uh, but still, it's it's coming up to a bend where you <laughs> don't know what the fuck's <laughs> exactly. coming. Yeah. So I'm hanging way back at this point. Yeah. Just going, well, this is going to end poorly, and I don't want to be the third guy in the pile and get any damage on my vehicle, because yeah. fuck that. Yeah. Um, and so... He cuts back around into the regular lane now to try and get around him again, and the old guy cut, cuts him off and like goes all the way pretty much up to the curb to make sure he doesn't get around him. And they stop doing that dance after that, uh, but this young guy is fucking right up his ass now. Like yeah. he is, You've pissed him off even more than he already was by doing what you just did. And um, so we're continuing down this road, and I have the option to turn onto my street, onto my parents' street, is right on uh, off this road. Yeah. And I'm like, well... I'm just gonna keep following these guys just to see oh, what see ends what up because yeah. I could just I could tell if like, there's a murder it, exactly then yeah it was escalating maybe I can prevent someone's death here it was escalating and you could just see the writing on the wall so yeah. you keep going down like a block and a half past my street sort of thing and there's a playground zone mm-hmm. um, so the guy hits his brakes to slow down because even though I mean it is cold as shit here. You never know, right? There's a hockey That's rink right, right there. Yep. There's you know, kids could be crossing the anyway. and it's a fucking law. So he slows down. Uh, but and again, the younger guy doesn't like this, so he tries to go around him on the left-hand side. Mm-hmm. But he didn't realize that the older guy was slowing down also because his house is on the left side, right after the school zone side. Right. So the older guy starts to turn left to go into his driveway, essentially. Yeah. While the guy behind him is trying to pass him in that left lane, so to avoid a T-bone now because he's trying to get around him as he turns in front of him. The younger guy had to like swerve up onto the curve, essentially onto this guy's front lawn. Jesus. And the old guy is now across the oncoming traffic lane, blocking yep. it because he can't really get in because he slid up in front of him now. Right. So they're essentially just sitting there. Younger guy, door immediately opens. I am unblocked in the right lane, in the proper lane that I'm supposed to be traveling in. Uh, but I stopped because I saw the door open. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. So uh, the door opens up. And he gets out and storms up to the older guy's truck, swings the door open. Didn't get physical at all, but, like, he's yelling at him. He's chirping him. You're giving him the, you fucking cut me off, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then they kind of, like, I rolled my window down, was going to say something. I'm like, oh, no, just let him him blow off some steam. We're humans. We're going to settle this like men. Younger guy closes, like, slams the door pretty hard, closes it. 
and it's on the opposite side of me, but I could just see like it go and kind of come back open. So obviously his leg or arm or something was yeah. in the way and he slammed the door. And so now the old guy's pissed off because he slammed the door on him. Yeah. So he gets throws his like throws his truck in park. Yeah. Gets out, goes over to the guy in the uh, in the car uh, who is not in but had opened his door and was about to get back in. Saw the older guy coming again. Closed the door. His girlfriend is in the car too. Oh jeez. Um. So he's uh, being macho guy. Uh, yeah. She looked like she was pretty attractive. Okay. Uh. But that factors in too that now your girlfriend is here oh, and yeah. in this. Now you gotta so drop a motherfucker. You can't be a get, bitch if you're gonna get anything tonight. You gotta drop him. So they're screaming at each other, screaming at each other, and then one guy pushes. I think the younger guy pushed the older guy first, ah. and he has a like a smoke in his. In his hand, and as he gets pushed, he kind of like takes a drag as he's kind of like shaking his head, looking <laughs> yeah. off, like, "Oh, I'll fucking oh, here just we go. give him." So I immediately throw my car in park as there's now like two or three behind me, uh-huh. and I like go out and I essentially just like widened my shoulders as far as I could and just yeah. got loud and was just, "Hey, the fuck are you? Stop fucking get go getting!" And just like started yelling yeah. at him. Like, get in your car. Screaming at the heavens. I was like, this is fucking, it's Sherwood Park. We're not living in Detroit. Like, yeah. let's just, what the fuck are you guys doing? You guys are children. Yeah. Get in your car. And they kind of like, they both looked at me and like, kind of like stared at each other. Like, yeah, you fucking, you better, you better go. Yeah, you're lucky this guy came, saved your ass. And then they fucking, yeah, he gets in his truck, pulls into his driveway. Before I could even get back in my vehicle, the guy, like, the younger guy peels off in front of me. Like, just yeah. fucking burns it i don't know if he was worried that the older guy was going to look at his license plate or whatever but yeah. it was mo- the most ridiculous thing ever because yeah. you know just don't you don't expect that in canada yeah never mind in this super white Quiet. yeah you know what i mean like it's the it's the it's the lamest ha- it's, it's the a hamlet yeah like it's the suburb of all suburbs and this shit is still happening where it's just like you should have got out and you should have got it and hit him with a uh, girl's girls I should have. Oh, and the other thing that crossed my mind, as I'm driving away, I'm like, oh, I should have yelled, you don't want none, because that's the problem to all, or the sol- yeah, uh, the solution to all of the sat pods' problems. That's right. Fuck. Scotty would have just, uh, Scotty would have put a stop to that real quick. He just would have got out and punched them both, probably. Right. Fucking broke both their noses. <laughs> Fucking head. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Skull. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyways, that was a very fucking ridiculous. And like, it got my <laughs> adrenaline going too because I was just so pissed off at them being so dumb. Yeah. Like seriously, yeah. like you're both fucking old enough to know better than this. Especially the older guy. We're like, why are you egging this guy on if he tries to pass you like that? Just fucking let him. Yeah. Because he's young and dumb and wants to show off in front of his girlfriend or whatever. Like, right. Fucking ridiculous. Just so so stupid. But it was, <sighs> was kind of fun to watch it all unravel. Sure. It's I like, like that show. you like. I thought you like chased them down essentially. Like you could have left, gone home, but like followed them and then got yeah. out of your car and yelled at them. Just, like you were well, essentially, because... you were essentially at that point enforcement. <laughs> it's like... true because if they would have fought, who knows what would have happened and yeah. how much it would have escalated that or old whatever. Man probably right? would have kicked the living shit out of the younger. Well, he was a bigger dude too, yeah. like a tall, big dude, and yeah. the younger guy was not. Yeah. So, the yeah, he probably would have fucking ragdolled him, yeah. old man strength. And then the lady would have probably got out and started hitting him. And left him with and... the old man. <laughs> yeah, as you do. Yeah. If you fought for the for the damsel. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Crazy. Very, yeah. Uh, well, very... I'm glad we're all here to tell the tale. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Uh, other than that, that's pretty much the highlight of my week. Um, although I always feel like I'm forgetting something, but I don't think there is anything The else. Olympics have started. That's right. They have started. Go Canada. Wow. 
I kind of forgot that that was today. Yeah. Hmm. I think the opening ceremonies are technically tomorrow. Uh, yes, like tomorrow morning though, right? I don't know. Like I get so confused whenever I think about the time change. I don't know if they're yesterday or tomorrow. Yeah, if they're behind her head, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Pyeongchang. What do you yep. know about Pyeongchang? Nothing. Yeah, me neither. Apparently, uh, it's set to be the coldest ever. Oh fuck. Which is kind of crazy down? to think they were about. Down over. Well, I guess not. They're not that far south. Yeah. They're probably like right around where we are. Aren't it's they? minus fifteen. It, where it was minus fifteen on Monday there celsius that's not bad so that's just good winter olympics weather i yeah. would think throw in some wind you're looking at minus 20 minus 25 ish yeah maybe now you're getting cold but especially I mean, when you're none in of the them fucking are... half pipe flying like well, that's true, above the ground. i was gonna say none of the sports are outside but i guess yeah those ones are mm-hmm. but you got the the spandex yeah they, they make stuff that for helmets them, yeah. it'll be fine i just mm-hmm. splashed that in my eye yeah um it's got fucking lemon lime shit in it too so that ooh. feels is that is that our lemon lime shit? No. Okay. Um, Mio. Oh. Mio Sport. I thought about getting some Mio for my Soda Stream. It's delicious. But then they apparently make Soda Stream branded shit, so I've been having a lot of lemon lime and pink grapefruit. Mm. Never mixed. I'm not ready. That sounds oh, awful. Jesus. Also. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awful. What uh, do you think? I think it could be because it's. I mean, the lemon lime is essentially Sprite. Yeah. So it I would think just you'd... be pink grapefruit Sprite. Right. I think you'd want less of the lemon lime. Like, I think you'd want, like, a two-to-one pink grapefruit yeah. lemon lime. You yeah. just want to get that little bite of lemon. A little smack of uh, citrus in there. Right on the end. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Uh, well, let's talk about uh, the weekend before the uh, yes, revolution. we're going back in time. Because uh, last week when I did the podcast by myself, I didn't want to talk about uh, the events myself. I was hoping that we could maybe get all three of us here this week to talk about it. Oh, um, nice. But it uh, it was a monumental weekend yeah. for wrestling, and some very very good stuff happened. Yep. Uh, we'll start off with NXT Takeover uh, in Philly a week before they would win their championship. Yeah. I think that factored in with the crowd a lot too. Oh, yep, absolutely. Um, like the crowd was it felt like they were electric the whole weekend. Philly is a fucking great wrestling crowd. Yeah. Period. Um, but it definitely you you could tell that they. You know, writing's on the wall. They got a big game coming up. Sure, and it gives the baby faces something easy to play off of and the heels something easy to play off of. Yeah, exactly. Um, The first match was the Undisputed Era. Was it the tag match first? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, taking on the Authors of Pain uh, with Paul Ellering. Uh, tag team match for the NXT Tag Team Championship. Went 14 minutes, 50 seconds. Um, Undisputed Era wins, unsurprisingly. I think we all had that uh, in our picks. But uh, surprisingly, a really good match. Potentially the best we've seen from Authors of Pain. I think so. The only one I'd put up there is the triple threat they had. And I don't know how much they played into how good that triple threat match was. Whereas I thought this match was a very good use of them being monsters. Like, it, it felt like that match was good because it was a big team against a small team. Yeah. And yeah. the, I thought the finish was great. I thought it was really well thought out having him, like, they worked that guy's leg. I can't remember which one it was. Mm-hmm. They worked his leg all match. And then uh, when they went up to do the super collider, uh, his leg kind of buckled. One of their legs kind of buckled, and he kind of fell against the ropes in a way that looked Very so real. real that I thought maybe he was botching the move. Yeah. Uh, and then that was kind of the catalyst for how uh, Undisputed Era would win. And, uh, yeah, I was like, for for me to sit there all match and be like, how do you get out of a match against these two guys with a win. And I was like, oh, that was perfect. That looked, yeah. that looked seamless. They nailed it. 
Um, the Velveteen Dream taking on Cassius Ono. Uh, only went 10 minutes and 45 seconds. The weakest of the five matches, but by no means a bad match. No. It just speaks to how great this card was. Yeah, it's one of the better worst matches of the night that you'll ever watch. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> like, you could put that match up against 90% of of the year, and it's still going to hold up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, Velveteen, Velveteen Dream picks up the win in this one. He was playing up a whole... Uh, Cassius Ono, no, wait, uh, Cassius, Cassius Clay, Clay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cassius <laughs> Clay thing where he was, uh, he had Muhammad Ali on the one pant leg yeah. and Ono on the other. I think so, yeah. Because he's continuing that right. theme. And he promised that he would knock him out within the first 10 seconds, was mm-hmm. it? 10 seconds? It was something like that. And he was um, wearing a mouth guard. Yes. Um, and crowd was can't can't like counting along with whatever his promise was. I can't remember mm. if it was ten or fifteen or something, but and he did knock him down. Yeah, and the crowd lost their they mind. Went, yes, because it was right at the end of the at the of the count where he hit him, and he and Ono sold it great and looked like he was just out. Yeah, and he just went flying around the ring celebrating <laughs> like that was actually worth a win. Yes, but <laughs> um, yeah. he seems to really get every aspect of wrestling. That Velveteen Dream, mm-hmm. like he's captivating. He's good on the microphone. He's got a great handle on his character, and he's excellent in the ring. Yeah, I agree. Um, Ember Moon and Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. Ten minutes, six seconds. That is your shortest match of the night. Um, Ember Moon picks up the win uh, in that match. Um, Again, a a really good match. Um, Cool story. Very cool storytelling here. Yeah. Um, Obviously, going into it, they they were telling the story of Ember Moon didn't think that Shayna Baszler – uh, deserved her title shot because she did it through nefarious means and didn't earn it the way that the other girls had to do in mm-hmm. NXT and pay your dues and work your way up and all that stuff. Um, I I really like this match. I I still think Shayna should have won it, even though I think sure. I might have picked Ember Moon in the picks. I think you did, yes. Um, I, I still think, think that it <laughs> would have been a cool story to tell to have Shayna Baszler come in with that whole I didn't earn it. Yeah. And then win the title. Right. Uh, but she still looked very, very strong in the loss here. Um, essentially incapacitating Ember Moon except for the very end. Like, they told yeah. the story where She's, she... This is a 10-minute match, and she spent, like, the last three minutes of it in her uh, her rear naked choke. Was it a rear naked choke? No, it was an arm bar? Yes. Yeah, I can't remember what two. the submission was. Um, I think and, it was an arm bar. And, yeah, and just, like, trying to reverse it, and then Shayna Baszler would get her back in it, and uh, they are just rolling all over the ring, and Ember Moon couldn't. And it really seemed like they were setting up the, okay, they're going to take it off Ember Moon, but they're going to make it, like, she tried, she tried everything. Like, she threw everything in the kitchen sink and just couldn't get out of that submission. And then, right at the end, right when you think it's probably getting time to pull the plug and tap out, she bridges her into a pin for a quick three count, and I was literally like, wow. Yeah, that is not what I expected. Yeah, and that's—I mean—I think something to be said about it as well. The surprise factor of making you think this is how it's going to end, and then nope, yep, totally the other way. That's right. Which is cool to keep you guessing on stuff like that. Uh, Alistair Black and Adam Cole in an Extreme Rules match, twenty-two minutes, two seconds. Your match of the night, any other night. Yep, on any other show, WWE or like like main roster or NXT, this is probably a match of the night, any other night. Yeah, like I'm even trying to think compared to last year, it probably would have been on my short list for match of the year. Yep. Definitely would have been consideration. It was really good. These guys just beat the hell out of each other. There was a point where 
Adam Cole did a suplex. Uh, sorry, no. Uh, was it? I think Adam Cole did the suplex. Are you talking about the chairs? No, the the uh, the kendo stick shot while he was like in mid backflip. Oh. I can't remember who. I think actually, I think it was maybe Alistair Black was doing the backflip. Maybe and yeah, it was and, like while he was, was dead upside down, like head to the ground, flipping. feet in the air, flipping. Uh, Adam Cole slammed him right in the gut with a uh, kendo stick, which is just like that's got to like we talk about like how tough these guys are when they take like kendo shots to the back when they're like flexing. And, you can brace for it, right? And you like just like gritting your teeth and everything when you're fucking doing a moonsault off the top rope. You're just like up there, not exactly sure where the ground is, and you know at some point you're gonna get just walloped with that yeah. thing. Your priority is to is to land safely and yeah. not murder yourself, right? Break your neck and, and somewhere along the way, and to be extended because you're you're contorting as you as you flip, right? Your your abdomen is stretched out. You can't flex like yeah. arch your back and try and flex. It's impossible, yeah, to flex and brace for that sort of impact. Plus, you don't know when it's coming, like you said, because you're flipping. Uh, and they nailed it. And f- my fuck, that th- there was a mark across his stomach oh, yeah. the rest of the match, if anything, which was insane. If anyone knows anything about flexing, it's uh, it's, it's right. We're the yeah. flex. Yeah. Especially appeal. abdomens. Um, <laughs> uh, there was another spot in this match where uh, they had two chairs in the ring, and they ended up putting them back to back instead of the usual seat to seat. Yeah. Um, and uh, Adam Cole, it, it was essentially, it was it a suplex that he did onto him? Or how did he flip him on there? Oh, jeez. He flipped him anyway, so his back hit the backrests of the chair. Yeah, and he just fucking folded (laughs) over him. And, like, the chairs did not move at all. They didn't crumple, (laughs) nothing. He literally bent over it like like Homer Simpson on the uh, fire hydrant when he falls and is stuck on it. Like, that's what it reminded me of. It looks like you, like, break your back. Yeah. Uh, which oh. was a fucking great spot, but also a terrifying. I know, because you said that you're ah, like, how do you, no. how do you take <laughs> that bump? Like, yeah, and I mean, he got him high, but still, like, yeah. oh, you got a, a brilliant match. I was surprised by the lack of interference. Yeah, considering it is a match in which you are legally allowed to go defend your teammate. Mm-hmm. But, um, um, but I, at the same point, I like that, even though they're a heel group, that they come across as not needing to do that or right. not thinking that they don't need to do that at the very least. Right. That Adam Cole is confident enough that mm. I don't need you guys. I got this. It's all although, good. Although he did not. Which, exactly. Yeah. Um, if there's one thing to pick apart on this match, it's that the uh, the kick, the finish, was not Aleister Black's best by any means. Which is a shame. Caught because, him like mid-shoulder, like low on the fore, or, uh, upper arm. Because the one that they hit in their first match was incredible. Was maybe the best one he's yeah. ever done. And this was a tough one because he was coming at him with a chair, so he had yeah. his arm kind of out in front of his face anyway. Had to get around the arm, right? Which he did not. But part of me wonders if it's even possible. Um, main event then uh, is Andrade Cien Almas uh, defending his NXT Championship against Johnny Gargano. Thirty-two minutes and twenty-two seconds. This went, and all of it was tremendous yep. and um I don't like to put the cart before the horse. Right. But if this is not match of the year, then we, got we have had a spoiled. very good year yeah. of wrestling. Uh it got five stars from Meltzer. Yeah. It uh, would have been my like it was a be- better than my match of the year last year. Yeah. Which is yeah, I better than the one two years ago. Yeah. Between Shinsuke and Sammy. Yep. Um it, it just insane. Like I almost don't want to talk about it for anybody who hasn't seen it. I just go watch it. 
and it's a lot it's a lot to like talk about like yeah. you can go down every single spot the i think the biggest thing for me to say is during that match i had to think that match was over at least five times right because it just kept going yeah and going and, it, and the and the finish it like every false finish was a false finish that was like that was a great finish that was great yeah, that that's a perfect way to end that match. Yeah. And then it was like, oh fuck, it's not yeah. over. And the fact that we had like this only adds to it. It certainly doesn't. You certainly don't need this for this to be a match of the year candidate. But it was like important for me for one guy to win, and it was important for you for another guy to win. And it was just like watching it being me being like, I can't believe this match isn't already over. And at the same time, I want it to never end. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we don't need to get too in-depth on it. I just highly recommend you go watch it. Uh, we did get the Tommaso Ciampa at the very end. Same thing. Yeah, after the match. Um, he, Gargano's wife, mm-hmm. whose uh, name escapes me. Michelle McCool. <laughs> um, um, what's her name? I know this. Jane um, Wrestling. Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae. Um, she, uh... She did get involved by chasing away Zelina Vega at one point. Yep. And then was helping uh, Gargano up the ramp, who was getting the similar goodbye treatment almost with the no music and mm-hmm. the crowd chanting, thank you, or whatever. Yep. Uh, he's banged up. He's limping. She's helping him. The NXT logo shows up. Thank you for watching NXT TakeOver. Boom. He gets hit from behind uh, with the crutch, Yep. which is a nice touch. They still hurt. Um, Allegedly, yeah, Champa. Um, it sounds like they're not going. Like, are we going to talk? We're probably not going to talk about NXT at the end of the show, eh? We usually don't anymore. We we can, yeah. I, no I don't. I don't know everything that happened, hmm. but it seems like they're not going right to Champa Gargano right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still not time. Uh, it sounds like they're going to do another another Gargano uh, almost match with the stipulation that. Uh, Gargano will leave NXT if he loses. Mm-hmm. Um, so that. Uh, but uh, for me, I think I, the Gargano of Champa thing makes more sense to do it at the, the WrestleMania, WrestleMania takeover. One? Right. Yeah. So have this kind of fill halfway mm-hmm. till then, and then and then go after it. Yeah. Yeah. I and agree. Maybe, and I haven't read the spoilers, so this is by no means a spoiler. Mm-hmm. But maybe Gargano loses the Leave Town match, but somehow. Takes, gets one more match. Gets brought back because of Chomp. I don't know how you can make it work. Yeah. But. Because, yeah, you almost don't want that to be for the title. Unless you, unless Gargano takes it off him and then Chompa takes it off him. Quick turnaround. Which is possible. Yeah. But I just, again, I don't think it needs the title. No, I don't think the it needs Chompa it either. Gargano. No. And yeah. I actually am really enjoying Almas. I fucking love champion. him. champion. Yeah. Which is crazy because yeah. if he would have left a year ago, I probably wouldn't have cared at all. Yeah. Would have forgot he existed. Um, But, yeah. No, he's really turned himself around, so. Mm. Um, yeah, that's, whew, that might be the best start to finish wrestling pay-per-view I've seen ever. in a very long yeah. time, yeah. Let's, like, yeah. Because, like, even WrestleMania has its... Has its holes, yeah. ...dud matches or spots. This was a banger from the jump right. to the end. Right, not non-stop. one down moment. Like like we said, like, the closest you could find to a get, go get your beer match was, uh, um... Velveteen Dream and Ono. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of that was just because it wasn't a, like a great build or anything. Sure. Um, but they made but it interesting by adding the aspect of the 10 second exactly. knockout. And, and... and that was one of my favorite moments of the show was when he knocked him out right at the end of the, yes. the 10 count and fucking lost his mind. I was like, oh, that's so cool. And I would have sucked to miss that. Yeah. 
So yeah, there was something in every one of those matches. If you did not see it, shame on you. You should go see go it. Go do it now. Yeah. Uh, it's the first NXT match in history to receive a five-star rating from Mr. Meltzer. No shit. WWE's sixth overall. And the first one since John Cena versus CM Punk at Money in the Bank 2011. Fucking banger, too. Mm. Yeah. So, um, that's some high praise. Mm. Well-deserving high praise yeah. of that. Uh, yeah. Watch that. Watch that show. Watch that show. Do yourself a favor. Uh, the Royal Rumble happened the day afterwards. We were far more drunk for this. Yes, we were. I had to go back and watch the Rumble matches because... Wasn't quite sure what happened. <laughs> yeah, I knew what happened. There was just yeah. there's some blurry moments. Uh, the pre-show match, Kalisto, Grand Metalik, Lindsay Dorado, TJP, or taking on TJP, Gentleman Jack Gallagher, and Drew Gulak, Sync Fang tag match, 13 minutes, 20 seconds. Uh, faces win that. they got to stop doing these fucking six men. I don't need you to don't, see yeah. all of them every time. No. I get that that was more of a scramble because of the Enzo thing happening earlier that week. Right. Where now they had to fill a cruiserweight match. But mm. Jesus, stop yeah. with the six man. Uh, the Revival defeated Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson in a tag match on the pre show. And Bobby Roode's open challenge for the U.S. title was answered by Mojo Rowley. Mm. Seven minutes, 45 seconds. Uh, rumors were that Adam Cole was supposed to be or had been considered for that spot. Yep. Uh, but they liked the idea of him in the Rumble better. Right. Um, which I agree with personally. So. Uh, your first match of the night was AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a handicap match for the WWE Championship. 15 minutes, 55 seconds. AJ Styles picks up the win. There you go. Uh, I thought this was a weird match. Not mm-hmm. a bad match by any stretch. Um, but it just... I don't think that the whole... I think my brain is always trying to poke too many holes on the concept of a a, a two-man team that if they win, they share the belt. Yeah. Like, that has always been something that, for whatever reason, I have totally accepted when it comes to the Freebird rule and the tag championships. But whenever it's been like, oh, we'll just both be the WWE championship, I was like, what? Yeah. I don't want that to happen. That I don't want that to happen even if you guys were the baby faces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Which, in a match like this, there's there's no other way that your brain can go. Exactly. Which is why... And that's why you will never believe that they're going to win. Exactly. Because you don't believe the WWE knows what to do with that either. How do you book that? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, what they will do it, I'm sure, at some point. Sure. At some point that's going to be surprise an me. <laughs> um, but this is the right call. Yes. Uh the USOs defeated Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin two to nothing in a two out of three falls match for the uh, SmackDown tag team championship. Not the best no. from these two. And like quickly got that second fall. It wasn't Yeah. A super kick into the splat. Like, there was, it just, it was a roll-up, and that was it. There was kind of a thing where I thought maybe one of the Usos got hurt, so they just went home really quick. And then that, that Uso seemed to not be hurt at but all the, Yeah, that the wasn't, match. that definitely yeah. was not the case, yeah. so it was just weird. And, like, just, I don't know, yeah, too, it too felt, quick. It, it felt, yeah, it felt weird, which is, maybe they're saving something, because I think they might have these teams go again. Um, and maybe it was a time thing, too, yeah. where they were worried about running out of time and just said, fuck it. Yeah. We had a long discussion on if there had ever been two nothing wins, and, and then it happened. And then it happened. Yeah. Uh, it turns out there had been, but I can't remember what they were. There was one. Was a lot. Yeah, it was one, and it was a long time ago. Yeah, I remember you saying it, but I don't remember yeah. what you said. Uh, then we had the thirty man Royal Rumble match for the uh, for a World Championship match at WrestleMania thirty four. This went an hour and five minutes and twenty seven seconds long. 
And Shinsuke Nakamura won by last eliminating Roman Reigns. How many straight years has the betting favorite won? And how many more years do they win before we just don't ever look at those? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Did Triple H eventually, at the last minute, slide into the favorite I before so. that one? I remember Triple H. He was definitely in the conversation. I yeah. just don't remember if he got up I'm to. I'm pretty sure Triple H was the yeah. betting favorite for his. Um, Orton I know last Orton year. was definitely yeah, the betting favorite. Because sure. the, the, the Orton one was the one where you're like, really? When they did it. And uh, and then he won, and then Shinsuke. Again, if I didn't have so much faith at this point in the betting favorite thing, um, I would have been, when they came out and said, or if Shinsuke would have won without me knowing the betting favorite, I would have been like, that came out flat out of nowhere for me. Yeah. Like, they just didn't seem like they were building him to be that guy. It seemed like he was kind no. of stuck in the mud. For sure. Um, but as soon as they said the Vegas betting favorite was Shinsuke, and I was like, I, why wouldn't I take him when it just seems like they're always right? It's true. Which is um, which is weird and sad in a way. We had uh surprise entrance from the Hurricane. Yes, that was probably the best one. Who uh is not going to be eligible for the crew two hundred five live show, we'll put it that way. Yes. Uh Rey Mysterio, who very well could be. He looked fucking tremendous. Yeah, he looked better than when he left. Yeah, like he wasn't wearing a shirt, yep. which is it's sign number while, one that yep. he's in good shape. Uh, his knees looked fine. Apparently, he did like stem cell replacement therapy. I don't know that worked like crazy. Hmm. So his knees are better than they ever have been, which is good. Um, is there anybody else that was a surprise? Uh, Andrade Cien almost was in the match, and Adam Cole was the other one. Yes. Um, Adam Cole was cool to see. Yeah, actually, almost was cool to see. And the cool thing with almost is he went a long time. He did. Like he seemed uh, like he must have been right around half hour. Twenty nine, twenty four. Yeah, is, uh, is how long he went. So, um, the the thing that I forgot to talk about last week with the pool is that WWE.com Yes, has Sheamus's elimination. Yep, listed at twenty seconds, two zero seconds. Uh, that is that is not true. I somebody put together a side by side with the Santino one. Yeah. Literally, where you can see them both slide in the ring at the exact same time. Yeah. Santino goes out maybe a half second before Sheamus does. Right, because the Santino one is basically, like, your clock that you need to take that bump better if you're going to get out there faster than him. Exactly. Like, it was in out. Like, you need and, to, they, and you need to get in the ring faster, too. Right. You need to get in the ring and be standing up before one second. Right. To even have a fucking You got to do, like, the standing on the apron so your time hasn't started, and then do the quick, like, catapult over the Jump rope over and, and then get... while you're halfway over <laughs> get fucking knocked out um which i think is weird that they would why would they try do 20 seconds with Seamus? smudge it up like that but that even 20 seconds is not it, that was still shortest right uh yes no one went out there's no, um, there's nothing disputed there in terms of who was the shortest he was the shortest whether he was one or 20 seconds heath slater uh i don't know that's 33 um yeah, no, he's the second shortest guy at 33 seconds, so right. he still is the short. But I just don't know. Like, if maybe they just didn't want him to be up there with. Yeah, but then don't the barbarian was yeah. it the barbarian that got the before Santino? It was Bushwhackers, wasn't it? It was one of the Bushwhackers. Is that who it was? I thought so. Wasn't it the one where he like walked in and got humchucked on the other he side? He was close. Um, I thought it was somebody weird. Maybe it was the barbarian. I remember the I remember the Bushwhacker one better because he just walked in, and got then, thrown out, and then walked out without a fucking care in the world. Yes. Yeah. Um, shit. I've also seen that elimination so many goddamn times on those pre packages right. that I thought maybe it was 
that one. Uh, I have the list in front of me here. So let me. I wasn't ready. Down to the bottom. Santino, uh, the Warlord. That's who it was. The Warlord. Warlord. Yeah, it was number two. Um, Mo and Owen Hart were three seconds in 1995. Hmm. Bushwhacker Luke, 1991, at uh, 3.9 seconds. That's a monster. So technically, Seamus is now in second. Well, not technically, but for second or in second, depending. I would give it two seconds. Right. But if you probably took it down to a millisecond, he would be shorter than two seconds. So that would put him in second. Maybe that's why. Maybe they just didn't want him in that that conversation. That's so fucking stupid that they can do that. (laughs) I know. It's ridiculously stupid. We don't want our star to be in that company, so we're just going to fudge a number. He's not even like a big guy right now. He'll go down in history, but like. Like you wanted that to be like a fucking. Like, shocking, like, oh, my God, that was so quick moment. Then why would you, like, 180 when the match is over and be like, yeah, but we don't want it to be that quick. (laughs) Like, like now people will see 20 seconds and not remember what that was. That it was super quick. Yeah, if you put Sheamus in at two seconds, you remember him throwing Heath Slater in there and Slater immediately throwing him out. Which, when I first looked at the Wikipedia page, I thought, oh, they just made a mistake and put 2-0 instead of 0-2. Yeah. But there is asterisks beside it, and then it says, although WWE recognizes 20 seconds, the actual time is disputed. Yeah, There's no disputing by fucking, fucking a stopwatch. Yeah, yeah. By real time. time. Yes. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus defeated Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Twelve minutes, forty nine seconds. Uh, Jason Jordan already banged up at this point. Um, left his partner in the ring and he sat took, on the took steps. Took the option at the end. Uh, holding his neck, rubbing his neck, whatever. I don't think he actually took a bump in this match. I think they already knew the severity of his injury and needed to. Work away to get the titles off of him, Uh, which, albeit not really being up to date on that situation at the time, Mm -hmm. when they lost it that quick in that way, it was kind of surprising. Yeah, it kind of worked. It was a that was almost my beer match for this pay per view, and like that was the match where I was like, yeah, I'm going to go grab another drink. This is probably the match I care about less so than the other matches. And then when I saw the ending, I was like, oh, that was at least something. They did like that wasn't just a clean loss for someone. They did something with that. Yeah. Um, did we talk about the end of the Royal Rumble? Yeah, we did. Okay. Never it mind. was Reigns, yeah. yeah. Tossed Reigns. Uh, Brock Lesnar defeated Kane and Braun Strowman to retain his uh, Universal Championship. 10 minutes, 55 seconds. I didn't hate it. Yeah, could have been worse. Yeah. Wasn't great. No. But could have been I, worse. It was, it, the worst part about it was maybe it's predictability, mm. where we knew Kane was in that match to take the pin from Brock so that they didn't right. waste the Brock-Braun thing yet. Yeah. Uh, and then Which finally. I don't know when that's happening. The Brock Braun? Yeah. Because I don't think that's Mania. And I don't think that's Elimination Chamber. It can't be Elimination Chamber. He's in the chamber, right? Yeah. Braun is, yeah. Um, and Brock has not been scheduled to even be on that pay per view. Or they just didn't want to have either guy lose. Period. Like, not necessarily because they want to go back to that match. They're they just, just too, both too big. That just yeah. seems like a one-on-one you have to do at some point. Like, they've had an actual rivalry at this point. Have they really never done a one-on-one between them? I, I don't think did. so. I they did Maybe. after. Yeah, it was the, the pay-per-view after the one where he put Brock through immediately when it was Samoa Joe and there was a whole bunch of guys in there. Yeah. Um, I think it was the one right after that, I think. Oh, and Brock beat him? Yes. Like, don't let me double check on that because yeah. I don't want to just say it. That might be right. And Scotty myself here. If they, if they, if that did happen, they did a very good job of making me forget about it. 
Um, it would have been later on in the year. 2017. Um, no mercy. I feel like I'm remembering it a little bit. I remember the F5, maybe. Brock Lesnar defeated Braun Strowman. At nine minutes. It was the exact same match as the Samoa Joe. Braun beat the shit out of him, and then he hit one F5 and pinned him. Right. Gotcha. That's what it was. That match already happened. Stop asking for it. Um, The main event was the women's match. Asuka won by last eliminating Nikki Bella. Mm -hmm. At 58 minutes, 57 seconds. Uh, Surprises in this match. They were a plenty. Yes, because Um, they don't have very many women on that roster. Both Bellas. Yep. Although they don't count as a surprise, or one of them didn't count as a surprise on the no, uh, neither pool. Neither of them. Bree was not on the active roster list. Are you sure? She, I she, looked she at, retired. I looked at both because I was going to pick both. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm almost positive. Because that's weird if they would have kept her on there if she retired at WrestleMania. Yeah. Maybe I only looked at Nikki and then... Just assumed that Brie would be on there too, but I'm pretty sure because I was like, if they'll like, I'll do Nikki and Brie because I know they're both gonna fucking be there. Um, thing is, Brie never got drafted either, so how could they have her on that show if she retired before the draft? Well, a lot of these girls really retired N- before the draft. Nikki is on SmackDown. Uh, Bree is not on here. She's not on the WWE one. No. Oh fuck! I should have picked her. Yeah. I must have. Seen, I must have looked at Nikki first and then been like, Just "Well, the Bellas are always on there." Yeah. Although, um, if I were gonna take her, I might have taken Trish off. So I probably would have just got the one anyway. Uh, Molly Holly was in there. That's a good one. Lita was in there. She did a really bad moonsault. Like, good on her for doing a moonsault, but she got zero height. Yeah. Um. This might be getting ahead of ourselves with news, but I'll just talk about it now. Uh, The King, Lawler, came out today or yesterday in a podcast and said that prior to this match, Lita was on their no bump list. Jesus. Something changed that allowed her to go not only be in the match, but do a moonsault. But to do a fucking moonsault in said match. Fuck. So that seems a little shady. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyrie Sane was in there. Uh, rumor has it that she replaced uh, Alicia Fox. Yep, who was injured. Uh, who uh, was the, which sucks. They were doing the run through of the Rumble earlier in the day. She did her elimination and broke her tailbone, um, oh, which was just the fucking bad way to the go. Worst way to get injured. Yeah. Uh, not that it, obviously she had a real chance of winning no. by any means, but, but still, be cool to say you were in it. Um, Tori Wilson. That was great. Was in there. Uh, Michelle McCool. Vicky Guerrero for a great moment. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, Kelly Kelly. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Uh, Jacqueline. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. Kind of eh at the same time. Yeah. Amber Moon was yeah, in there. Yeah, that was really neat. And she was just working that injured arm still yes. from the match before. Uh, Beth Phoenix. Uh, she was really good. Yeah. Uh, I loved that Natalia was the one to eliminate her after they had their moment. of Because yeah. when they were together as a... Tag team, for lack of a better word. I, yeah. I love that angle. It was brilliant. Uh, Michelle McCool also, like, she eliminated some people. Like, she, she had did. the most eliminations. Oh, really? Which is a weird, like, who, nobody had that, because who the fuck would you ever have, have thought her that? her and then been confident enough, but yeah. she had five. Yeah. And Naya had four. Jeez. No. Oh, that's eliminated by. I see. Yes, she had four. Uh, Michelle McCool had five. Excellent. 
which is, yeah, super weird. Uh, and then, yeah, Brie Bella, Brie Bella was 28, and 30 was Trish Stratus, which I love that she got the 30 spot. I think yeah. that's a really cool thing to have given her. Right. She is the one and that started it all. She could Oops. still go. <laughs> yes. If she wanted to, I'm sure they would sign her to a contract like that. She's in, I, I, I don't doubt she's at least in as good a sh- physical shape as most of the girls on that roster. Yeah. Now, granted, ring shape is a very different thing. Totally. But uh, she is, I think, fitness-wise, she's still yeah. top-notch. Um, it, it was a really good match. I liked um, I liked that there was more surprises in it, mm-hmm. even though, I mean, they're really not surprises because you knew that there was 11 open spots coming into this match, barring the injuries and Paige not being in it and all that stuff. Right. Uh, that they were going to need to fill some spots somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought it was a cool way to have it be the first one and to have these ladies coming back in in a kayfabe way of like, let's do this. Yeah. This is my easiest way to come back and get a title shot like that. Absolutely. And so let's can, do it. And they just can't have this match without me. I, I'm one of the – Yeah. I'd, I would have been in this match by now if they had it when I was around. I'm coming back for it. Um, they did a lot of really cool moments. Nijax ran through a bunch of people, and then mm-hmm. they all ganged up on her as you do with the – The biggin. The biggin in the yeah. match. Um, Vicky Guerrero got dumped by a whole bunch of people like 50 seconds in, that which was is great. Yeah. Um, she was fucking giving it on yeah. that. Excuse me, like as she much did. as you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. I, I think she missed it. A yeah. Oh yeah, I got. There's a certain level it. of uh, nostalgia for her. For um, sure. On that note, though, and uh, like the Eddie one is always the one that I like, and I think she really likes. But there were there was a little bit too much uh, crowd chanting references to these ladies' husbands in this match. Yeah, because there was the Eddie one. And there was Taker. one with uh, Taker, yeah. and there was one with I think there was a, like an anti Cena one. There mm. was obviously the yes one for Daniel Bryan. Mm. There was uh, there was one more that I was thinking about that was a little more. Uh, you had to be a little more in the know, but I can't remember who it was. Was it Carmella? Uh, I don't think so, and it wasn't it wasn't Edge and Beth Phoenix. Mm. It might come to me. If not, uh, yeah, there was another one, but yeah. Um... Yeah, I, th- I thought it was a really, really good match. Uh, Oscar wins by last eliminating Nikki Bella. Um, that's the right call, too. Mm-hmm. Just just for the sake of, well, if she loses this match, does that ruin her undefeated? Well, no, she's undefeated in singles. This way you can still just say, no, right. she has not lost anything. Yeah, That's how good. She won the Rumble. Like, she's fucking unstoppable. Yeah. Another. Uh, oh, Lana. Feather in a cap, yes, wasn't, that's right. wasn't actually Appreciate that in the no, but yes. yeah, um, but yeah, no, it, it was the right call. Uh, they had both girls come out, uh, both champions come out at the end. She kind of stood in between the two of them. Um, actually, after the men's match as well, they had Shinsuke out there, and Renee asked him, and he uh, instead of saying the WWE title said AJ Styles, which is like, well, why bother watching that pay per view in between then? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but. Uh, yeah, so they had both uh, the champions in the ring, and that's when eventually uh, Ronda Rousey came out, uh, awkwardly pointed at the sign, and then left. And uh, yeah, I, what 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 did you think of the Ronda Rousey? Um, I I get people like people are saying that they thought she kind of overshadowed the Rumble win, and I I one hundred percent get that. I think maybe it didn't bug me as much because I was so scary convinced that she was going to win the Royal Rumble that went like there was a part of me that was like good on the WWE for not fucking just sewering that women's Royal Rumble and having her win it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
that when she did come out after, I was like, well, at least she came out after. Uh, maybe the farther away I get from it, I do also think maybe it was a little overshadowy and maybe you can debut that on Monday night, the night after during like an Oscar victory celebration or something. Um, and also just the actual what was happening, not the idea of it, but what was happening, how it was like written and choreographed. I thought it was kind of awkward with the fucking just random points. Yeah, and she and, tried uh, to shake Oscar's hand. Oscar slapped it away. Yeah. And, and she pointed at the sign where it's like, well, what? What does that mean? What are you what? talking about? Why? For who and, and what? Honestly, I think she, no one knew. I think the WWE didn't know. Just I go just, out there and point. Yeah, we'll figure something out. <laughs> they probably like said to her right before she left, they're like, keep pointing at the sign. We don't know what the fuck you're doing, but we know you'll be at WrestleMania. Yeah. So you can't. we can't commit to you and Oscar. We can't commit to you and anyone out there. We can't even commit to you and Stephanie yet. We can commit to you and WrestleMania. So point she, at the sign. She did a tremendous job of... Uh, Working the internet fans as well. Yeah, oh yeah. With posts, uh, <laughs> still filming over wherever she was. Yeah, some pictures from country. the airport or something. Yeah, and from the place. Where still the here. Shape. Like I'm not gonna stop talking about. It. I'm not gonna be there. Yeah. And then she was there, which is great. Yeah, I really um, liked her get up. Like I, I, I like. I'm totally fine with her using the hot rod. Totally, hundred percent. Because she did it in the UFC. They obviously had a friendship there. He supports it. Yeah, uh, his son. Gave her that jacket specifically for this debut. Right. And which was funny because I learned that after. Because right when I saw her, I was like, that jacket does not fit it's you. Way that, it's way too big. <laughs> <laughs> but then, and it also took me until almost the end of this little promo, or promo's generous, but the, her appearance, for me to realize it was actually like hot Ronda in the, in the rowdy text and not just a hot rod merch shirt. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I thought it was literally a Hot Rod Roddy Piper shirt under there. And then sure. I was like, oh, no, it says Ronda on it. It's her own merch. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, I really liked it as well um, for similar reasons. Mm-hmm. Worried that she'd win it. Uh, that would have been the overshadowing too far for me. Yeah. Um, I think it does overshadow what they did, but I think that is the point, is to have her come in and overshadow what they did. And I think that, and I talked about this last week when I was by myself, but I think that is only emphasized by the Nia Jax tweets. Yep. By the, I know like three or four of the girls tweeted out mm-hmm. the like quoting the video, still driving people to fucking hit this fucking video on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, when you got to overshadow, yeah. has, uh, congrats to the 30 women that just made history, but look at this new shiny toy. That's, right. that's, they Almost wouldn't be tweeting if... that if this was not a work, in right. my opinion. Exactly. They would not go out of their way to sewer somebody coming into the company like that that is going to be as highly regarded as Ronda Rousey is mm-hmm. that can potentially get them a lucrative television deal because she is on their programming now Yep. because she has that massive star power, for lack of a better term. And every girl wants to be the girl to headline a pay-per-view yes. with Ronda Rousey. So. Fuck yeah. So I think it's the right kind of overshadowing. I yep. don't think it takes away from that match at all. Nope. Um, if, she, if she would have won it, that's how you ruin that match. But yep. her coming out at the end, and, and albeit maybe not executed the best, Yes. Uh, but no, it was it was the way to do it. That story was everywhere. Her point was very anime. Oh, yeah. Very, yeah. like, perfectly angled. Yeah. And like perfectly chin, turned like to the chin, camera. And chin and, up a little bit. Yeah. And, like, oh. yeah. It was something that, and she is a Dragon Ball Z fan. It is a way That's you right, would see a is. Dragon Ball Z character point at something. Mm. Uh, did you see the video of her uh, husband and his two sons not with her? Mm. Um when wa- or watching her make her debut. I did not. Is it was it very good. good. Yes. Oh, good. They didn't realize. Yeah. 
Um, oh, really? He knew, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But the kids uh, I forget what his name is. Travis Brown. Okay. He's an MMA or UFC fighter as well. Yeah. Um, I think it's Travis Brown. Anyways, he knew, and you could see, like, he's kind of looking at them to get their reaction more yeah. than looking at the actual TV. Yeah. And the one kid's kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. Whose music is And then he's, he's wait, that's kind of like the, uh, is that, is that Rhonda? Is that, and then they both just start, like, freaking out, <laughs> losing their mind, which is really cool. That's so. neat. Um. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I think it's gonna be her and her and someone, and then Triple H and Steph. Yeah, because Triple H will. Triple H will. Yeah, that makes the most sense. And that's the one that if they can get, they will. Because then it's like star power galore. Yeah. With the guy who's gonna be the president in two years wrestling against. Mm-hmm. The future owner of the company. That's right. Um, it's like a, re- a lot on the line there. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like Donald versus Vince back at the other <laughs> WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, I'm no kidding. I can't wait for Rock to be president. It's gonna be great. He'll, he'll, be, he'll think, do good. I think he'll be. I think he won't be the most intelligent man, but I think his uh, nope. his lack of intelligence will be maybe more uh, compassionate. He's a nice guy. Yeah. He's not gonna fuck people over. That's right. And I think that's uh, that's that's a good thing. Yeah. So. Um, Not gonna almost accidentally bomb Hawaii. <laughs> Whoops, <laughs> wrong button. All right, now that we've talked for an hour, let's do the news. And now, Spanish announced table news. Brandon Lynch. Do you intentionally time that with... Uh, Always. Yeah? Okay. Every week. I think this is the first time I've ever caught it. <laughs> um, let's start uh, first with uh, Jason Jordan's injury. He's been injured for some time, uh, but he is finally uh, going under the knife. So don't expect to see him back for a little while. I'm looking for a, an exact timeline on that. Uh, but it, 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 heck to me if I can find one, Will. Well, it's 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 a neck issue so put him on the no bump list you gotta think at least six to eight months and that might even be being generous on the low end hang on i got it here it is not announced (laughs) (laughs) all right well then that settles that (laughs) unknown timetable unknown (laughs) nothing doesn't look like he'll be back for mania yeah I got nothing. Let's yeah, this that. one doesn't say anything either. Yeah. Uh, worth noting that I did not have time to do these today. You can probably tell, but mm, that's um, fair. I did not have time to gather because today was such a hectic day. Uh, fun fact, did you know Nia Jax's raw opponent was a 17-year-old high school student? Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes, I did see uh, speak of that on the interwebs. Is that, uh, that would be illegal if it was true? Or not illegal, but I, they don't. They have an 18-year-old policy. I, don't, I don't they? think it might be illegal. Yeah. I don't know. To put, maybe to make money off someone who is. Well, I don't know. How well, the contract would maybe have to be formulated differently to yeah. put somebody on television who's not who is not of age. Um, not saying they'll get in trouble for it because if she lied about it, she lied about it. That's true. It's happened before. It makes her the second youngest person to ever wrestle in the WWE. Next, to Jeff Hardy. Yep. Oh, who lost to. Okay. Razor Ramon at the sweet tender age of 16. Jesus, Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, good um, for him. Like, how do you lie? How does how does somebody look at 16-year-old Jeff Hardy and yeah. go, 
Oh yeah, you're old enough. You just don't care. I think they tell you that, and <laughs> you're like, true. you know what? That's no. all I need to hear for us not to get in trouble. Let's do this. And and obviously a different time in the mid '90s. That's right. Early '90s. Uh, Triple H, uh, God bless him, is getting uh, control of uh, 205 Live. Vince McMahon is turning it over. I actually didn't even know for sure who was running that ship at this time. Yeah. No but having either. heard that it's Vince, and I hate saying bad things about Vince because he fucking made this thing what oh, it is absolutely. today. But we have seen. That pies that Triple H are, is sticking his finger in seem to be mm-hmm. better pies for having his finger stuck in them. You can <laughs> Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yikes! Yeah. Uh, you can directly uh, compare because of the NXT show being on a Saturday and the WWE show being on a Sunday. How many times has the NXT have we come out of a weekend and said that NXT show was better than the WWE show? Yeah, most times, um, more often than not, that is what happens. And and that's not to say that Triple H will be the savior for 205 Live. If it's destined to fail, it's destined to fail. Yeah. But the way that I understand this story is that Vince uh, was more focused on making them character driven, mm-hmm. uh, hence why he brought Enzo over right. uh, to get characters in there to make people care about, whereas Triple H wants to have them just go out there and wrestle and be good at wrestling, kind of similar to what we saw in the CWC, right? which I think is something that we all said from the very beginning is what it should be. That's They're good at flipping and high-flying and being fast and doing these crazy things, so let them do it. Why water it down? I like it. Uh, Warren, you said we had one more story, and I can't for the life of me remember what it is. Hmm. We had three coming in here. Did someone die? <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> no, I hope not. I don't think so. Let me just check the old, uh, uh, the old group chat here real quick. Uh, you told it to me when I walked in today. Um, The USA Network is no longer censoring the F word. There you go. Um, On live programming and not live programming. This does not necessarily mean a change in the WWE, but it means that the WWE does not have to scramble when Brock Lesnar tells Braun Strowman to watch his fucking self when he yep. accidentally shoot knees him in the head. Slow the fuck down or whatever. <laughs> that was something, eh? We didn't talk about that. Yeah. Uh, if Again, I'm sure everyone who's listening to our podcast probably watched the Rumble, but at one or point... Or has seen the GIF right, on Twitter by now. At some point, Strowman kneed him hard in the head. Which looked like an accident. Yeah, oh, absolutely. He and did not do it on purpose. No. And then um, Brock Lesnar <laughs> got up and quite on purpose decked him with a... <sighs> While he's holding back a little bit, Two. hit him hard in the face. Boom! And de- and the way like you could tell the way Braun went down, it was his oh, like wobbled him. duck your head, <laughs> your legs literally shake, and then yeah. you you fall. And, and the best part is, is that like Braun or Brock, because he was pissed, yeah, essentially no sold this insanely crazy shoot knee to the head. So when they went because back he to- got him so mad that he just stands up and just boom, boom. <laughs> It's two right hooks on the guy. And it was funny because then they're doing like slow motion replays of both of them. Because yes. they're obviously like, well, if they're going to fucking well actually <laughs> hit each other, we might as well use it. And it's just this hard shot to Brock's face where he's just yeah. like, I'm getting up and I'm going to fucking hit you hard. <laughs> you, you done did it. Like Brock is not a man that you want to piss no. off by actually and hitting. It is ironic because Brock does sometimes seem to not care how much he's damage he's doing sure. to someone. But maybe he's, I don't know. 
and I'm just talking to my ass. Maybe he is a safer worker than he appears to be. I don't know. So maybe mm-hmm. he gets legitimately angry when someone doesn't work safe with him. Yeah. Or maybe he's just a big meathead, so he will work unsafe with other people, but does not like when people work unsafe with him. Yeah. Either way, he apparently said, slow the fuck down as he was punching him, or right after he punched him, and afterward, Braun Strowman went and apologized. Because I have to imagine that Brock, like Braun Strowman is a big man, and I don't think he's that afraid of Brock Lesnar the way a lot of small men would be afraid of Brock Lesnar. Yeah. But I think there's still that kind of fear in that, like, this is a top-of-the-card vet for who sure. has done this a long time and has been over the world and I have a lot of respect for. Yeah. I'm going to apologize when I hit him, even though he seemed no worse for wear when he was mm-hmm. breaking my jaw. Yeah, and, and Strowman being relatively green as yeah. well. Like, not super anymore, but right. still on the up-and-coming, and they're kind of putting a lot of their balls in his court, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. Seems like a legitimately very nice person, a good yeah. employee, so... I'm not really surprised when I hear he went and apologized to Brock Lesnar. And it speaks to his character, too, that he would go out of his way to respect the guys who came before him. Mm -hmm. And he respects the business enough to not just, well, fuck this guy. I don't give a fuck about him sort of thing. And you hope that it would be very nice if as a guy as big as him and as a guy who's going to be slamming around little guys as much as him, if he does take the extra effort and point of pride of not hurting people. Yes. Uh, coincidentally, this article was just posted as we were talking about this. Uh, Braun Strowman spoke with the Daily Star for an interview about getting legit punched by Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. Uh, direct quote from Mr. Strowman. Anytime Brock and I are in the ring, it's very physical. You're talking about two larger-than-life human beings who are fighting for dominance. Stuff happens. It's a contact sport. It's not tennis. We're not going out there to slap a ball around. We're going out there to beat each other up. That's what we did. Uh, and then they asked him about being a big man in today's wrestling. I'm a dying breed, considering how fast-paced the sport has become with the cruiserweights and guys like AJ Styles who can go out there and do these crazy, unbelievable things. Phenomenal things. You still got a little bit to learn. Yeah, that's, that's a weird quote to read, that big men are a dying breed in the WWE. Yeah. I don't know if that's completely accurate, but I get what he's trying to say. Yeah, maybe just like the big shows. Like sure. the guys that are that big where it's just like, well, it's not just a roster of people that size or around that size. It's not sure. even a roster of Triple H size people anymore. It's a yeah, it's a roster of like AJ Styles and Dolph Ziggler size people for the most. Well, you, you still have some biggins, but uh, also posted uh, two hours ago before this podcast started. Uh-huh. Uh, one Michelle McCool aforementioned on this podcast. Yes. Posted a video of a certain somebody that she's married to working out. I hope it was The Undertaker. Yes. Okay. Uh, doing some deadlifts. And then another picture of her wearing a sweater with his face on it, which is a little strange. Yeah. Um, um, do we do we think that The Undertaker doesn't work out when he's not wrestling? <laughs> no, it's a valid point. Yeah. Totally. Uh, but I think people just they cling to it because... It's the Signs only of thing, yeah. social media-wise, from him that right. you see, right? Yeah. And and it just shows you that he is staying fit, staying in somewhat shape, as, as good as he can Don't be or needs to be. Get fat and <laughs> drink beer and eat. <laughs> and like, write a book. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fucking just don't come back. Don't. Don't. Go. He's going to come back and lose to John Cena, and it's yeah. going to make me, like, super, <laughs> super sad. Uh yes, well I shed my tears last year, so that's uh, I got I don't got any more. Go back. back to Matt's house and find them and put them back <laughs> in because he, he didn't deserve them at that point. Sure. Now, well, 
as of now, he deserved them still. Yes, you're right. We'll go but, get them later. <laughs> uh, the only other thing I want to talk about news-wise is that uh, PWI, or PW Insider, I should say, uh, is reporting that according to several sources within Impact Wrestling, the company has licensed Broken Universe material from Matt and Jeff's time in the company. Uh, while the specifics of why the content is being licensed isn't known yet, uh, it does coincidentally work hand-in-hand with the fact that WWE is working on both a WWE 24 episode and DVD focused on the Hardys. So we might see some impact footage on the WWE for the second time ever. Interesting. I think AJ was the only other guy to get impact stuff on there. Was it impact? I couldn't remember. I knew AJ definitely had a lot of weird... They might not have actually had impact footage. Might have been Ring of Honor. They definitely had Ring of Honor. New Japan, I think they And they had Dixie on. on there. Right. But I don't Maybe know if not. they had actual footage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't Maybe remember. Maybe a couple either. stills. Yeah. But I feel um, like I remember seeing footage of like that time. Because I remember like AJ Styles was always the weirdest guy for me because I remember watching like I watched TNA for probably four months. When it when it started. Yep. And these were uh episodes that had been taped a long time ago and like Spike got their like the TV deal and said we're going to start from when they started. Sure. Not from where they are now. We're going to start from where they have tapes from. Um and AJ Styles I still remember AJ Styles was the best part of those shows. Yeah. And it was like like I'm trying to remember people like Jeff I think Jeff Jarrett was on there and mm-hmm. Abyss would have been Abyss there probably. Abyss was there and yeah the the X Division Not show yet. It was the X division, and they had the belt yep. hanging from the two X ropes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was Very crazy time right in my life. I don't even think I was watching WWE then. Yeah. I think I was just like, "Well, this is new and interesting." Well, and it's Spike too, right? Sure. And I was watching a lot of Spike. WWE at the time. RIP Spike, by the way. Yeah, that's too bad. Pros versus awesome. Joes was was something to behold. <laughs> sure was. A thousand um, ways to die. Yeah. The Again, man, NXT the man was on there. Pitched it when he was baked. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do. Uh, we're gonna zip through the uh, weekly stuff because there really wasn't anything. No, not crazy this week. I but, also uh, zipped through the actual footage of the shows. So there you go. Let's get to it. Now get the guns, the drugs from my generation. I'll take the fall, the saints, no cross the nation, and it's a Uh, the Wells Fargo Arena, as opposed to the Wells Fargo Center, which they spent the entire previous weekend in. Weird. This one is called the, because when I looked at it, I'm like, wait a minute, that's not right. Maybe they changed the name that day. Maybe but it was like a city hall meeting. Maybe. Uh, in uh, Des Moines, Iowa is the uh, home of Monday Night Raw for this week. Um, your thoughts on the updated graphics slash the official announcement of the new theme song? Um, Papa Roach. Yeah, I don't know that I like. Like, I don't. I don't dislike it because I didn't have any affinity for the current one. I wasn't super excited about yeah. the current one, the one they were using now. So the fact that they had a new one. Whenever I get mad at a new song, it's because I really like the old one, which yeah. I didn't care about. This. I think the graphics are kind of sharp. They're I like a neat the little white. twist. Yeah, the white. They've never really done the white with yeah. the red on top of it. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm a little biased here, but I prefer. I think I think raw comes across better with a rock music theme song as yeah. opposed to the rap-ish kind of sure. Fort Minor sounding song that they had before. Yes. Um, and the other song that they added as their kind of like B theme is also 
rock inspired. I forget who the band is on that one, but good. Um, I like it. I think it's a it's a nice little fresh coat of paint. Yeah, for everything, which is that's cool what, that's the thing. Like you never, you have to just keep doing it. Yes, right. Like you can make you can change your logo and make it worse. You can change your logo and make it better, but you have to keep changing it because whenever you do change it, people notice and it feels like a fresh start. I cannot describe how weirdly actually mad I was when they started doing the Raw Super Show with the Super Show in the SmackDown. Oh yeah, that was I gross fucking looking. hated that logo. I yeah, hated it. It was bad. Like hated it yeah. so much. God. It was probably also because it fully meant the end of the, <laughs> the brand, brand split. Yeah. But either way. Uh, Elimination Chamber qualifying match. Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt. Reigns pinned Wyatt after a spear. Um, and then Matt Hardy showed up in the ring and they laughed at each other again. Yeah, that's the best part of every show when they laugh at each other. <laughs> it really is. Finn Balor. And then every now and then one of them will be like, like, stop laughing. Like, you're fucking weird. Yeah. And then they'll just keep laughing. And then they go right back into it. <laughs> Uh, Finn Balor and Carl Anderson defeated the Revival. Balor pins Scott Dawson with a Coupe de Grace. Uh, I thought this was weird. I thought it was weird that Finn was teaming with Anderson instead of Gallows and Anderson. And I thought that it was, I thought it continues to be weird that uh, the Dawson and Anderson are not, they're not getting any traction. They're getting yeah. beat a lot. Yeah, they're down 2 1 now in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Yeah, and I don't know what they're doing, why Finn, like if they're just trying to be like, Anyone, they're all in the same group. Any one of these guys can sure. wrestle at any point in time. And maybe that's where they want to go, and maybe it'll be good that they're doing that. It feels like Finn is too big for that match yes, right I now. Agree. Well, and just wait until they're wrestling the Miztourage at WrestleMania. I can't wait. Because I think that is legitimately where this is headed. Uh, potentially with an IC title involved. I think Braun is going to cut the Miz. Yeah, that's possible too. That is very possible. Problem with that, though, is that I just don't know how you get that title off Braun. Who is ever going to be at the level to take the know. title off of Braun if he wins that IC title? Yeah, That's why can, I almost don't want him anywhere near it. You can you can cheat a title off pretty much anyone. True. It's true. Yeah. But then to not have him win it back again, I, it, it, there's ways to do it, but yeah. we'll see. Uh, Kurt Angle, no, Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali defeated Drew Gulak and Tony Nese. Alexander pinned Gulak after a lumbar check. Still don't care about the 205. Didn't watch one second of this. Although, now that Trips has his hands on it, maybe it gets better. I, I, I have always said, when somebody texts me and or tweets me or whatever and says, hey, I think this is significantly better. I think you should give it another chance. Mm-hmm. I will do it. Well, I've just not heard that from anybody yet. So and The biggest problem with me is I'm closer to dropping a wrestling show from my yes. rotation than I am to picking up another one. So if 205 gets better... I still don't know if I'll watch it. Like, yeah. even if it gets to the point where it's like, oh, yeah, it's it's as good as NXT. And I was like, oh, okay, well, am I going to not watch SmackDown ever then? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have enough hours in the week. Yeah. Uh, Cedric Alligator, nope. Kurt Angle <laughs> announced that Bailey, uh, Sasha Banks, Mickey James, Sonny Deville, and Mandy Rose will compete against Alexa Bliss in the first women's elimination chamber match. Nia Jax is going to face Asuka at the elimination chamber. If she wins, she'll be added to the Mania title match. Uh, Alexa Bliss complained about having to defend her title. Kurt Angle forgot his line in this segment. It was awkward as shit. Uh, because and, and his line was Elimination Chamber. Right. He couldn't remember the name of the match. So he just, like, deer in the headlights froze <laughs> and then laughed, ha, 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 and then remembered it, picked it back up, said it, and did the generic oh easy enough for me to say or whatever the line is that sure. you know guys say after they uh, it was fucking painful it's like jesus kurt one too many fucking chair shots to the old dome brother 
needed uh struggle during this yeah yeah and uh but i i like the point that bliss made yeah like, why yeah why whole, why, your... why do the guys why is brock getting to sit back and watch for a winner and i have to defend my title in it and yeah. the crowd was just like because ah, yeah, hey, yeah. that is bad what are you doing but i do think that kurt spun it around perfectly where it's like no you're just trying to weasel your way at a title match fuck off yeah um which is fair sure um but yeah, there's something to be said there as well. Um, Oscar defeated Bailey with the uh, armbar. I don't think I even watched this match. I think I skipped this match myself. I didn't watch Cruiserweight one. Uh, the Miz bragged about how he will earn a spot in Elimination Chamber and go on to WrestleMania to defeat Brock Lesnar. That sounds like something he would do. He then had a match with Apollo Cruz in which uh, Miz crotched Cruz on the top rope, hit him with a skull crushing finale for the pin, thus qualifying himself for the Elimination Chamber match. Yep. Uh, the biggest problem with these Elimination Chamber matches is that I've never once believed for a second that the other guy was going to win. Yeah. They're not doing a good enough job. Like, the closest one was, what was it? Uh, who was Cena? Finn. Cena and Finn. Yep. That was the only one where I was like. Let's go either way. Yeah, maybe Finn wins this because Cena's going to work with Elias. Who did Elias uh, beat again? Uh, oh, I can't remember. It was someone who I did not. It was someone Believe. who I totally thought Elias was going to win the whole yeah. match, though. Um, backstage, Jason Jordan and Kurt Angle revealed the medical staff would not clear Jordan to compete in their scheduled tag team title rematch tonight. Uh, Roman Reigns literally just stepped in to replace him. Shoot, my partner's down. What can I do? And then he looks off in the distance and smiles like a cheesy fucking cop movie. Yeah. And Roman Reigns walks in, <laughs> smiles and nods. Nobody says a word. They look at Kurt. He smiles and nods. <laughs> the and then they all just fuck off. <laughs> it was like, like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> it was like this, uh, <laughs> this, like, like this insider joke that they were all like kind of stoned and laughing about. Where it was you just baked like, too? Yeah, yeah, I'm fucked up, man. They both like, look at Kurt. He's like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. just forgot my line out there. I'm fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, was it good. was very strange, but it, I guess, worked. They're all members of and honorary members of the Shield, <laughs> yeah, so there's true. a there's a certain brethren <laughs> there between them. It was just, it was, <laughs> I because we didn't watch it together, and I'm glad you thought it was as dumb as I yes. did, because it was like, it was stupid when I saw him do it to Roman, but then when they looked at Kurt, and well, Kurt's and like, then, yeah. And then they walk <laughs> off, and Kurt lovingly looks at them, yeah. and it zooms out, and, and Jason Jordan is doing the same thing, <laughs> smiling and nodding, like, yeah, yeah. go get him, yeah. boys. Like, <sighs> fucking weird. Stupid. Uh, the uh, tag team championship match happened right after that. Uh, Debar and Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Jason Jordan came to ringside to help Rollins. He trips Cesaro at one point. Debar tried to flee with their titles. Jordan attempted to stop them, but then attacked them, thus causing the disqualification and blowing the chances at uh, the tag titles for Reigns and Rollins. Mm. They did have a little bit of a thing uh, afterwards backstage where Rollins said uh, I wish it would have been me that injured you or something like that planting that seed I guess for the future there. to go back on yep. uh, when Jordan comes back which makes you think they've got to at least be thinking he could be there for Mania if they know yep. about this and are having him lay groundwork for it true uh, Nijax defeated the uh, aforementioned 17 year old allegedly jobber her name was Vanessa Floyd. Uh, she hit the leg drop and beat her. Yeah. Mickey James defeated Sonny Deville 
with a roll-up uh, after the match absolute, absolution beat down James until Alexa Bliss came out and made the save. I thought Mickey James was fucking brilliant here. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, you're lucky yeah. that she's walking away. And like, then they literally had this moment where they had the camera on her and she turns to like, hey, thanks, babe. What? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it what was the fuck totally, are you doing totally out here? Totally captured the moment where she realizes that it's Bliss. Yeah. And because we were confused. We're like, why are these two working together now? This is fucked. And then it's the moment where Mickey looked confused. You're like, okay. Okay, we're all on the same page then. Yeah. This is weird. Nobody knows why yeah. she's doing this. Um, yeah, I like that, heading towards a match. And and tying into their history where they've worked together in the past, I thought that was a pretty cool thing to do. Uh, triple threat match. Elias, John Cena, Braun Strowman. The winner of this match gets to enter the Elimination Chamber last. Strowman hit Cena with a running power slam. Elias dumped Strowman to the outside, stole the pin on John Cena, which is a fucking... As rub, rubby as you can get for Elias right now yep. to come away on paper with a victory over Cena and Strowman. That's yep. uh, that's big. Pretty great. Uh, and in a heel way to give him great heat, yep. which is even better. This worked really well for me. Yeah, me it too. All, Braun Strowman is almost elevated to such a level where I almost didn't believe him pushing Braun out of the ring. Right. But you have to do something. And that so. was the other thing going into this match. Again, for me, because they have elevated him so much and he rips sets down and stuff. Yeah. Is that if he goes in last, how does he lose? That's How right. does he not win that match and exactly. go on? And that just doesn't make sense to me. So maybe he's first. Something we can do They here. all, or I don't know, they can gang up on him. Yeah, something you got to hit him with like five finishers or yeah. something and then pin him. Or maybe I don't he's understand. the third guy in and the two guys don't even fight each other and they just wait. He should like flip the chamber. <laughs> or just break out of it before <laughs> yeah. it's even time. Like yeah. Just yell. He, I was thinking like breaks. the whole thing. Yeah. Just <laughs> like the whole fu- Just like tip it. Like, ah! <laughs> Three quarters of the floor crowd is just dead. Yeah. They're crushed underneath it. That's fine. Um, after the match, Strowman hit a power slam on Elias, and then a second and third power slams to both men, really hamming up to the crowd to try and get them to chant one more time. Yeah. And then, this was, therefore, doing this, one more time. They, like, stopped his music in a weird place, and then, like, it almost seemed like it should have gone off the air, and then he started, like, acting differently and doing more slams where i was like is it do they think that this is now dark time yeah because like ob- the first two were obvious the first two on each i mean uh made a lot of sense and they played the music and everything and it seemed like the end of the show and the commentating team stopped talking and then the music turned off and then bronze like i go hit him again and the crowd's like yeah and then michael cole's like can you believe what we're seeing here <laughs> He turned into Bill Cosby, apparently. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> Braun Strowman with the pudding and... Uh, a wigwam and a doodly dang, and they're gonna scoop him up with the spatula. Uh, roofies. Uh. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about SmackDown. <laughs> the Sprint Center in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, the show opened with Shane McMahon, who called Daniel Bryan to the ring. Shane uh, complained about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn receiving endless opportunities and accused Brian of being manipulated and living vicariously through them 
AJ Styles interrupted and said he's sick of both of the authority figures and warned them to stay out of his way tonight during the number one contenders match, and he'll take care of the rest. I don't. I didn't hate this from any of the three guys. An interesting dynamic they've set up. Yes, where it's the two are kind of bickering, and your champion, who is a babyface still, yep, has to go out there and be like, I don't really like either of you because you both fucked me over in the past. I know, and you're both making this whole thing about. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn one way or another. But well, all three of them in the ring at this point are all baby faces. Yeah, it is. I think it's well done. I think this thing has been well well written and appropriately built where I've never really seen them do an angle where it's like, well, this is the company man who hates these indie wrestlers. And this is the indie wrestler who made a name off being an indie wrestler who allegedly loves the indie wrestlers. And here's the champion who has had time with the company and as an indie star being like, I fucking hate all of you. Please stop. I, the best line was when he's like, every decision you guys make about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn affects me. Like, you guys are making my life hell with your war going over these, over two. these two. Like, because yep. it's it totally makes sense. Uh, take this for what it's worth. Okie doke. Daniel Bryan has been removed from all advertising for WWE access around WrestleMania. They're going to kill him. Or they want to make it seem like he's not going to be there. And then he wrestles. <laughs> He's on the no bump list. It can't be done. <laughs> um, Charlotte Flair and Liv Morgan had a match. This is a non-title match. Riot Squad got ejected from ringside. Flair won by submission with the figure eight. And then uh, chased off the other two, ran up to the commentary and said, one down, two to go. There you go. The math checks out. That's <laughs> It's true. Yes, it does. Uh, the Bludgeon Brothers defeated local talent who were very small. Like, they yes. give these guys extremely small. Why which, don't they just give them like, regular-sized people, which are they also small? They can't They can't bump hard enough, I guess, is yeah. the idea. Or it's easier to throw around. I like... They, they're they changing this up a little bit. Yep. Where they're doing actual wrestling moves. Like, Harper's Powerbomb was fucking... It was Last Ride-esque. Yep. In how he lifted him and then slammed him. Um... Yeah, they're just throwing bodies around, chasing after the guy who's not even the legal man who like backs off. He's like, I, I, I'm I good. Sorry. Fucking, yeah, I like Corey Grace. Like, smart. This is the smartest man in the city. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's just the fucking gimmick with the hammers is still just so dumb. And I don't really like their attire. Like, and, and that's the thing. Not... I could do it if they're these weird woods woodsmen. Yeah. That come to the ring with that whole entrance. Just take away the hammers. <laughs> That's all, that's all, because they look so dumb. Yeah. And they're clearly so light. Yes, they're not heavy. No. Why would you? You're not going to be able to hit anyone with it during a match. No. Like, I mean, you probably could, but no one's going to buy it. No. Because it'll dent, or it'll break the cardboard that it's made of, <laughs> or know. whatever. Like, Or it's... if they had to bring in a not cardboard one, it would kill the man. Exactly. So. Yeah. It's just, I just. And you called them the Bludgeon Brothers, so now you're kind of married to the Hammers. It's got to be Hammers. Which is a shame, but yeah. like. I don't know. They should do some like really dark sacrificial promo sure. thing where they put someone's head on like an anvil <laughs> yep. and like fucking like go to swing the hammer yeah. and the guy just gets out of the way and it's just like this like ping. <laughs> like it's oh shit, those are real. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Yeah. I see how this is. Oh, that'd be scary though. What if I the guy didn't get out of the way? His head would get squashed. Uh, after the match, the Usos and the Bludgeon Brothers had another stare down like they did last week. Also, I think. Uh, um, Harper maybe legitimately forgot what their finisher was. Yeah, so he, he like spun the guy around, he flipped him, <laughs> and and then realized no, that's the wrong way, and flipped yeah. him back. And then Rowan 
legitimately broke character and started laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I rewound it three times to watch because when he flipped them the wrong way and then went, oh, shit, no, and flipped them back, Rowan, like, just looked at Harper and went, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and I was like, that's a fucking weird thing. And then, like, went, oh, shit, and then mm, mm, yeah. I'm angry again and went straight into, like, normal. It was fucking was weird. It was a weird little sequence. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they did the whole Uso thing, like the Bludgeon Brothers last week, where they came out and just kind of stared at him as they yeah. walked past. I liked it. Um, yeah, the Usos like they're they're not like holding holding Rowan back, being like, "Don't even, don't even fucking acknowledge him." Yeah, grab your fucking fake hammer let's and go. let's go. <laughs> uh, they cut another great promo. This uh, was one of my favorites ever, I think, yeah. and they've done some really good ones. Yeah, uh, Rimey again. Yep. Um, but Always yeah. like when they're doing it, I'm like, oh, you guys not forget these more often. Like, no, I think the same thing all the time too. Yeah. I mean, they do good. have a full week to prepare for it, but to right. nail it every time is crazy. Yeah. Especially with that style of like, I say one thing, you, you have to say be the ready rhyme for the word, other thing, yeah. and then you say two things, and I have to rhyme the word that you just rhymed, and yeah, yeah. it's. Very um, good. I liked when they were doing the bit about. Like what they used to be as a tag team, yeah, turning their whole to careers what they around. Are. Yeah, like it was, Went and from all those face were paint right. to snapbacks and yeah, yeah, and whatever it was. That was really cool. I like that. Um, Dan and Brian revealed the first SmackDown Live top ten list. Let's get to the list before we talk about okay. the list itself. <laughs> Number ten, Ty Dillinger. Sure. <laughs> all right. They're not even trying. So, <laughs> admittedly, I didn't watch last week, and Monchi came over. My buddy Monchi. Came over and watched, and he had watched last week, and said that apparently it's the locker room that's voting yes, on this. It okay. is, yeah. So this again, I don't. We'll get to it. Yeah. Todd Dillinger's <laughs> number ten, cool. Number nine is Randy Orton. Uh-huh. Eight is Becky Lynch. Uh-huh. Seven is the Usos. Uh-huh. Six is the New Day. Okay. Which, Bobby Roode number five. Naomi number four. Shinsuke at three. Charlotte Flair at two. AJ Styles at one. Okay. Quick question. Yes. What the fuck does any of this mean? Nothing. Like, as far as I can tell, nothing. Like, in the first week, it I thought he implied, and I'd have to go back and reread, because I read it on an article, um, and I thought it was implied that it would help dictate who would get chances. Right. But then I'm like, they got the fucking champions on here at 1-2. Yes. They don't need cha- that's chances. That's what I did not understand either. Why do you have any champions on this list if it's for I opportunity? Thought, like, I thought it was like a power ranking thing. Yeah. Where, like in the UFC, where they're like, well, here's your number one contender. Yeah. But then number three is here. So if he wins a fight, he can be number one contender. That's right. But then four is here. And if he wins two, he could, like. He beats this guy. And then it's not fair. It's, it's locker room voting, which, you know, either me, means one of two things. Either it is actually, like, superstars voting as this fun, like, company thing. Right. In which or case, they... in which case they're not going to, like, they don't fucking care. Like, they're not going to actually take a lot of stock in it. Or it is just the company making a list. And saying and that it's saying the, it's the rosters it. doing it, which I actually think is more likely, especially with like Dillinger being ten. Yeah, like, like the, how would they who even is Dillinger at ten? How is how is Rusev not on this list? Right, exactly. Um, Why yeah. are there champions on a list where they said this is about finding out who gets opportunities? I just like I can't even point to anything with this and go. Maybe that's what they're going for. Yeah, I it's no just idea. dumb. It it's blows dumb. my mind that they're doing this yeah. without. And that it's explaining what it is, and that it that it's like we're gonna take time out of our two hour show and have him read these off for a couple minutes, right. and not just like have WWE put out uh, a, a news article every day, being like, "Here's the top ten, and then you can reference it if you want to use it in yeah. the storyline or something." But... And not only to have your champions on this list, yeah, but to have a tag team ahead of your tag team champions on this list, right? Because when that first how because ha- when that first happened, I was like. 
okay, maybe they're like, maybe the list is like kind of being like, well, this is the guys we want to see get the shot. But then you have your men's champion at one and your women's champion at two. So I'm like, well, clearly, even if it was the superstars voting, they're not above putting the champions as well. This is this, the men's champion at one, women's champion at two, tag team champion at three, the U.S. champion at four. Like, they're the best. They're the top four. I'd at least get that. Yeah. But they were just so over the map. They're like, well, our men's and women's champion are one, two, but we have tag teams above our tag team champions. Yeah. It's weird. Why have women and men on the same list? I don't get it. Like, That's stupid. And it wouldn't surprise me if they just drop it on its head and next week it's just not even referenced anymore. We might never see it again. Yeah, that could be the very end of it. And that wouldn't be the worst idea. Uh, United States Championship match. Bobby Roode defeated Rusev. Uh, Roode won by pinfall with the glorious DDT. After the match, Randy Orton appeared to RKO Roode, Aiden English, and then also Rusev. I uh, was not expecting Rusev to win this match. No. But I was still very sad when he didn't. Me too. Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin defeated the Ascension. Benjamin got the pin on Victor after he and Gable hit their uh, inverted bulldog powerbomb finisher, Dealey. Yeah, seems like they're building back up to another match between those guys. Uh, Number one contender match was your main event. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn ended in a no contest. Uh, AJ Styles sat in on commentary for this match. Zayn got in Styles' face on the outside. Styles attacked both men, ended the match in a no contest. Afterwards, Daniel Bryan announced the main event at Fastlane will be a triple threat match for the WWE Championship. Yeah, uh, I thought this was a really good match. uh, And the uh, finish did not surprise me because I thought this is where it was headed. But my God, it's insane that you had this whole big thing with Daniel Bryan saying, I'm giving one of the, uh, they're going to tear each other apart and I'm going to give one of them an opportunity. I'm not showing favoritism. And then to have to come out and end a show being like, same three guys at this pay-per-view. However, on Twitter today, it was announced that there will be a match next week between Ziggler and Baron Corbin. The winner of that will then be put into this match as the fourth person. Oh, well, okay. It's be a fatal four-way. That's at least something. Yeah. Um, also, the reason that uh, Baron Corbin was not on this week's show mm-hmm. was because apparently he's got big ups in the Missouri-Kansas City area. Um, he, I, That's where he did his uh, bare-knuckle fighting, I guess. Okay. He's and from like, Kansas. He's very over okay. in that area. Yeah. Uh, worked a dark match and got the biggest pop of the night, so they just didn't want him on TV to get that sort of reaction. Oh, I see. So they kept him off. That makes sense. Uh, which I kind of wish they'd do more often with stuff like that. Sure. If you're a heel, don't let them get that baby face, but sometimes you can't. So. Yeah. Um, the other thing that we didn't talk about in the news, which I can tie in with another thing that we didn't talk about from SmackDown, uh-huh. they had the New Day. Um, okay, oh, well, first of all, some... as a whole, they're really pushing this whole social media style presentation mm-hmm. or like, oh, we got this match coming up tonight with John Cena. Let's check on him backstage and he's holding up his phone. Hey, coming up tonight, I'm going to wrestle blah, blah. Like he's cutting this promo yeah. with his, like a selfie style thing. Right. I don't um, know if I like it. Yeah. I haven't figured it out how but I feel cheaper. about it yet. And they always start it with their name. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, John Cena in all orange and then it like fades to black and then it's him backstage. It's, I don't know. It's a different way, and they're trying something different, which I can never get mad at, mm-hmm. but I just don't know if it's the right kind of different. Yeah. Um, and then they also had the New Day, and I don't know if this is going to be a continuing thing too, but they had the New Day was backstage for this whole show, uh, responding to tweets. I guess they were I, legitimately on Twitter, I assume, yeah. uh, answering tweets as well. Um, and they uh, they referenced twice. The two times that they were on camera, they referenced twice uh, something that we did not talk about in news because I forgot to mention it. 
uh, this this feud between Corey Graves and Booker T. Were you aware of this? No. I meant to send you the video yesterday, and I did not. But Booker T. did a podcast. I don't remember whose. I don't remember, yeah, when, really. He did a podcast where he essentially said Corey Graves is the reason that he's not on Monday Night Raw anymore. Um, that the reason that they took him off Monday Night Raw is because they were afraid that he was going to snap and beat the shit out of him <laughs> because he could. Yeah. And I don't doubt that personally. No, I think Booker is still a very big man. And a hard man. Yes. He's done prison time. <laughs> uh, he, yeah. He, okay, Triple H. He don't disrespect him sort of thing. Um, anyways, uh, so he did this whole thing where he said, I'll tell you right now, if I see Corey Graves on the street, I'll kick his ass. Like, if I see him outside of work sort of thing, yeah. I'll kick his ass. Corey Graves... Uh, tweeted out some quote from a author that said, uh, "Don't be moved by your enemy, move him, or something like that." Sure. And then put in brackets, "This is exactly what you think it is." Um, so he's right. responding to it. Yeah. There was a couple more back and forth. Uh, Booker T referenced uh, he, you know, he referenced that Corey Graves is a college trained man and uh, that his vernacular is, is far different than mine, being Booker T. Right. And he'll throw his little jabs in there, and I just don't have the words sometimes quick enough to get back at him, and I don't think that that's fair. Yeah. So the New Day referenced in one of these, what do you think is better, his jab or his hook? Corey Graves' his jab or his hook? Yeah. Which is a reference to that. Right. And then um, when they said something with the list, um, the top ten list, they okay. said number six – which is about the same percentage of chance that I would give Corey Graves in a street fight or something along those lines, <laughs> which is a reference to that. Yeah. Um, I think it's a work, personally. Okay. Yeah. I think it's Booker T respecting Corey Graves as the tremendous commentator that he is yeah. to give him a little bit of heat on his way out as he transitions back to the pre-show. Sure. To just make some publicity and be like, I'm gonna, I like this kid a lot, so I'm going to make him seem like the biggest dick because he's the heel commentator. Yep. Um, Although been it's a starting th- to seem like on Raw, he's starting to fade into a baby face. Yeah. I think they might want to do Coach as a heel. Which could work. Yeah. Because um, Coach is far more believable than Booker ever was as a commentator. But There's a credibility. Um, with, like, and I, like, I, God, I love Booker as a wrestler. I don't want to take that away from him. No. But there's a credibility with Coach where it just seems like He's not making me laugh as often, maybe, as Booker, but Booker wasn't really making me laugh for the right reasons. No, you're laughing at him because he's stupid. Yeah, exactly. So there's something that, like, it feels like Coach usually has something interesting to say. Yes. And when someone throws something at him, he will grab that ball and run with it. He's a broadcaster, too. That's right. Like, he's trained to speak on mm-hmm. mic, whereas Booker T can cut a great promo. Yeah, oh, yeah. But sometimes that's written out for you. Yep. And, and sometimes you drop an M-bomb. You need to be able to... <laughs> You need to be able to think on the fly. You need to be able to listen to somebody in your ear as you are speaking as well. Yeah. Which is not an easy thing to do. No. At all. Um, I personally yeah. cannot do that at all. So that's it all factors in. Mm. I really do. And I've seen a couple of reports coming out today from people saying it's a work. Yeah. And I, that's, I thought that from the very beginning. Uh, I know Scotty sent it to me uh, via text earlier this week, the video clip of of the audio of Booker saying his thing. and. Mm-hmm. While for a second I was like, oh, shit, that's kind of a shitty situation. Um, then I thought there's no way that Booker T would go say that if it was real. If he wanted to actually kick the shit out of Corey Graves, yeah. he'd probably just do it sure. and risk the consequences and hope that the story doesn't get out, right? Right. 
He's not going to go out of his way to send. So I think it's it's a work. But hmm. figured that was worthwhile. Did not know any up. of that. All right, let's go to the email this week. Not there yet. is but one. However, the subject line says twenty questions? Question mark. Twenty questions! Exclamation mark. Take a guess who it's from, Brando. Uh, Brian Daniels. Yeah, it is the one. Uh, dear the sap pod of thunder and rock and roll. Nice little kiss oh. reference there for you. Uh, hey, dudes, I hope your days have been honky and tonky. Question time. One, what is your favorite relaxing album? Mine is Apricot, Apricot Princess, or Apricot. I don't know how to say that word. By Rex Orange County. Mm, my Never favorite relaxing, uh, Sinners Like Me by Eric Church. I don't know if I have, like, an album that relaxes me. I have songs that relax me. Sure. Um, Fireflies is a great relaxing tune. That is a really good relaxing tune. Um, it reminds me of winter. It'll always remind me of winter. Mbop. That's a good relaxing one. Yeah. Played that on the radio today. <laughs> Did you actually? <laughs> That's funny. Not the full thing, but just a clip from it. Right. Um, A whole album, though. Jesus. Because, like, I have albums where, like, like Creed mm. is soft in the grand scheme of the music that I listen to. Yeah. But there are some heated songs on there, too, where it's not all, right. like, ballads and stuff. It's a tough, tough You don't question. listen to a lot of bands that would put out an entire album that right. wasn't, that didn't have those big ups. And I know but, there's... I mean, what, even the album I was talking about, like, it's a country album with some slow stuff. But because it's country, it's fast stuff can be very relaxing as well. Yeah. And that's the thing. Most of the music that I like, when I listen to music, it's because I want to get fired up yeah. for something. So I could even say like, oh, the Backstreet Boys, when I go listen to them. But even then, that gets me excited and fired up. So it's not like I'm putting it on to just chill. Right. Tragically Hip. Uh, that would, yeah, oh, would that's be up a there. good one, actually. That'd yeah. be up there, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, that's not really going to fire anyone up. But no. that's going to make people feel all sorts of good. Just hang out. Yeah. yeah. That that would put that any of them up there. Road Apples probably would be number one. Mm. Uh, can you guys think of an album or song title that would make a good pay-per-view title? Dark Side of the Moon is my choice. Fat Lip. Wait, that's not an album. All Killer No Filler is the album. That's a pretty good one. Um. Oh, I see. I I see. With quite, I didn't. I misunderstood the question. Think of an album or song title. That would make a good pay-per-view. So oh, you could so do Fat Lip. Yep. Um, <laughs> great Balls of Fire. No. <laughs> okay. That would never work. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Um, there's probably a really good answer, and I'm trying to find it. But I also don't know how much time I want to spend on this question, considering mm-hmm. that there's 18 yep. more of All them. All right, so. let's keep going. Uh, two with the news that Triple H has been taken over or has I taken that over. Was two. Uh, I I skipped one accidentally. I went to three when I said two. Uh, with the news that Triple H has taken over fully on Two Hundred Five Live, do you think that he can turn the show around and make it watchable? How do you think he does it? I think we've talked about that. Yeah, I think wrestling. if anyone can, it's his. It's him. S- slight story tournament progression. Um, yeah, but wrestling. Yeah, is what we need. Number Just... one contender matches. Um, uh, do you guys think it would be better to have the main event of Fastlane be for the U.S. title, since it seems fairly obvious Styles versus Nakamura is a lock for Mania? I think before this was announced as being a fatal four-way, probably. Mm-hmm. But now that there's extra guys in there and it's not just Zane and Owens against yeah. Styles. But you still know it's Styles coming out of it. 
which yeah. is something. Yeah. So. Although if it's Ziggler in there, that might make me wonder a little bit more, but not enough yeah. to make me actually believe it. So, uh, which secondary belt do you think is going to get the ladder match at Mania this year? They didn't do one last year, so it's yeah, not it's necessarily. Not a a if they lot. do do one, I think it's going to be uh, the U.S. U.S. Sure, but I don't. I don't think it'll happen. Seems more of the new or more of the open yeah. title, for lack of. A, I you know. uh, I I don't think it will um, be a six man or eight man ladder match. There could totally be sure. a one on one ladder match for the U.S. title or anything. Um, that being said, it could be uh, like cruiserweights. Would be a cool True. thing. That might be fun. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Do you think Cody Rhodes would be a better position? Would be in, will be in a better position when he inevitably comes back to WWE than when he left. Uh, yeah, I think if he came back today, he would be in a better position than when he left because mm-hmm. he left as fucking Stardust. Yeah. So that bar is set very, very low uh, for when he comes back. Do you think he comes back, Brandon? Um, I think it'd be awful hard for him to come back in the immediate future or even the near future because he's having so much success after having so much. Yeah. Not success with WWE. Like, you'd have to think there's something inside your head where it's just like, why would I go back to that and have the same thing done to me when I've created this thing for myself? Unless you are very confident that you can take that thing and keep it going in the WWE. But, like, I was looking just, like, I don't follow Cody Rhodes, really, but I was just looking on Twitter, and there was, like, a retweet of, like, a poster um, for an event he was wrestling at, and it was just, like, the first time I had seen Cody Rhodes in a long time in his, yeah. in his getup. And I was just like, oh, he looks he looks like a fucking sleaze bag. Like that's a yeah. great that's a great look for him. Yeah, I agree. I think I think there's a very strong chance that it I don't want to say an inevitability completely, but I think there's a strong chance that uh eventually that it eventually does turn out and it just because of the family and the history and everything that's tied into it, mm-hmm. I think uh it'd be pretty weird if it didn't yeah. uh, if it didn't pan out that way. They so. left on relatively good terms. Yeah, so. for sure. In case you can hear that beeping. It's because somebody came in and used the microwave, which is fine. I'm not mad at all. No. I've told her that she can do that in the past, but Important I, feel, to let the people know. I feel as though I need to explain yeah. what, what that noise is. There's not a bomb about to go off or something. <laughs> um, seven, when the Patriots lost the Super Bowl, I got so sad that I actually cried. That, in a weird way, gives me some strange pleasure. Sure. Uh, has a sporting event or wrestling ever affected you in that way? I teared up when the Eagles won, ironically. Duncan? Yeah. Um. I, I've talked about The Undertaker, but I don't know if that's so much I was sad because he lost. Like, I don't know. I, I, that's the thing. It, it seemed like at the time it was the end of an era. It yeah. seemed like you were the last time. It, you felt like you were witnessing history. Sure. Like, this is yeah. the last time okay. we'll get to see so him. I guess it is very similar to yeah. to that. Um, I mean, like the Eddie Guerrero tribute night, but that's, I guess, yeah. a totally different, yeah. totally different thing. Um, Tough to compare them. Sporting event. My teams yeah. lose a lot, and they often don't get to the point where they, where you're, like you don't get that heartbreak because my teams lose kind of death by a thousand cuts. Sure, um, they they honestly probably never had a chance most times I'm watching them. Uh, Edmonton Oilers lost in 06 in the Stanley Cup Final Game Seven, and I can't remember if I cried, but I was devastated. Like, yeah, inconsolable. Maybe not crying, but. Like, inconsolable. Like, I'd rather not talk to anyone for a week. Sure. I would say uh, Ryan Smith's retirement definitely did that for me. Yep. Uh, and also the last game in Rexall would be right up there with it. I don't know why that one 
didn't do anything really for me. Like I thought it was cool. I liked that they did the celebration. Right. But I don't know if I had enough of a feeling for the building um to really care that much. Like I was really sure. excited for the new building. Because that our building was and granted there was a lot of history in it, mm-hmm. a lot of history that I did not witness. Um I was fucking tired of that fucking building. Yeah, and as was I, I think it was more just like I don't know, memories of going as a kid with sure. your dad or your parents or yeah. whatever just to watch the game and that stuff more than anything. Yeah. God, whatever she just made smelled fucking delicious. I'm glad I'm not in there. <laughs> I'm already hungry enough. Uh when do you think they start teasing Cena Taker? If not Cena Taker, what did you want to see what do you want to see Cena do at the show of shows? Uh it is I believe it is Cena Taker. And I think we'll get something at Elimination Chamber. Yeah. If well, not the Monday after. I think the Monday after. Yeah. Just because it, to me, makes no sense, especially after that promo that he was awkwardly cutting at Raw 25. To me, the only way that you could set it up at the chamber is to have Taker screw Cena out of that match. And I just don't see... It It should be Cena initiating Cena with to, Taker. Yeah, Cena it needs can't be to the other do way something. Around. Yeah. It cannot be the other way around. So... Um, yeah, I would assume maybe the Raw after is when Cena comes out. What if Cena wins and says he'd rather use his shot at Taker than at the title? Yeah, and then you got to do another, because you, you're going to have a month and a bit to build after the yeah. pay-per-view. and then you could do what, however Roman's going to end into that match. Yeah, it's very possible. <clears throat> I think it's pierogies. God, it's driving me nuts. Uh, with Elias winning the right to come out last in the chamber, do you think WWE is big plans for him? Yes. I don't know how big, but yeah. I think I don't think they plan on him winning this. I don't think, and I don't think they have plans that result in something crazy at Mania. But maybe next year's Mania, maybe he's something special by you then. You think he gets main title? Does he get there? Because mm. I always kind of pictured him as mid card, but me too. But you never know if you keep guys heels. Like I feel like I've seen That's way true. more mid carders like win like in a really sleazy way, and like a Jinder Mahal or. Um, the Miz's first one, like guys who I'm just like, you're not main carters, and that almost makes you more of a heel when you win the title. Right. It just so, feels like with a gimmick where you are a guitar player and a singer, that that has a very ceiling. low ceiling on it. Yeah. Like it's kind of like the style of Fandango and that, you know, that where yeah. it's like, yeah. It's very character driven. But, I mean, he's already done way better than I thought he would ever. Mm-hmm. So. That. Also, on the note of that triple threat, if I was one of the people who earned my shot at the Elimination Chamber this past Monday, I would be very pissed they did that without me. Because I'd yeah, be like, oh, why? True. Just because you scheduled me to have my match a week later, I don't get a shot at coming out last? <laughs> that is pretty bullshit. Uh, with the Miz signing... Oh, right. Miz signed a new four-year contract. Oh, Thanks yeah. for the assist on that one. Uh, how long do you think it'll be before they move him back towards the main event scene? I hope. Close after WrestleMania. Yep. I think after Strowman takes that IC title <laughs> off of him. <laughs> yeah. Sky's the limit for Ole Miz. Only problem is, is then you're going back to him and Reigns, and I don't know if I want that. No. But I think it should be sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Even even if they waited and had him win money in the bank again, yep. I'd probably be okay with that. That that lends itself well to the Miz as a character. Um because it's the same thing with him coming out with the title, that he kind of makes the title more than the title makes him. Sure. To give him that briefcase, it's another thing that he can have and fuck with people and eventually skeezily, you know, win his way towards the title. I think that'd be a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, I wouldn't mind them just having him get there properly either, by any means. 
Uh, 11, if Brock does ride off into the sunset, do you think going back to the universal title uh, to Raw on a weekly basis will help the product? What feuds do you want to see once Raw has the main title again? That's always a tough question because I don't, like, I kind of like the thing they do with Brock. It makes that title feel like it's fun to see it. Yeah. Because you don't see it every week. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think there's no uh, debating that if there is another, like, if there's a main title program that is being built every week and fought for in number one contenders matches every week and being defended uh, like on, on breaks where you have two months between pay-per-views, that title is getting defended once or twice in the middle of that. I think that definitely is good for the regular TV shows. Sure. It just adds a feud, a main event feud that feels like the most important thing that you're going to see every week. Uh, if Bobby Lashley comes back to the WWE, what would you like to see him do? Does he join Titus Worldwide and make that faction into an actual threat? No. That seems like a very racist way to bring him in, for lack of a better term. Yes. Like, well, you're black. We don't blame we'll you team for up ha- with this other team of black guys. We don't blame you for having the, the idea. <laughs> no, no. Because no, it's, you're it's in very line possible. with WWE thinking. I'm not saying it's not possible. It's I'm very just saying good idea. maybe not, not the I best want. idea. Yeah. Um, I really, I don't care about him at no, all. And I know he's improved. Yep. And I know he's better than he was. I just, yeah, I could take him or leave him. I was never big on him. He just seemed kind of generic to me. That's it. If he came in on his first night and, like, scared yes. a Brock Lesnar or a John Cena, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wonder what <laughs> they're right. going to do with this guy. Uh, do you think WWE pulls the trigger on Ambrose heel turn when he comes back? God, I hope so. Yes, I think it is. It's always tough pulling the trigger right when they come back because they get the crowd behind them just for being back. But for him, it almost makes sense. Yeah. It would be it would be cool Somehow. to see him come back, get that pop, and then do something dastardly and have them all. I mean, if Reigns is still the champion, there's that to go on immediately to get Ambrose up to that level and somehow establish him as a heel going into it. By having him fight Roman Reigns? Yeah, and that's the problem. Is that I was going to say, reaction. I think, yeah, he could have him go and punt a baby into the stands and fight <laughs> Roman Reigns, and they'd probably cheer for Ambrose. How long do you think Jericho <laughs> goes before he retires? Is there any feuds you'd like to see before he hangs up the boots? Jericho might still be having matches in five years. <laughs> he might still be having matches in ten years. Yeah. Let's not forget that Ric Flair wrestled in, into his 60s. Yep. Or 70s. No, 50s. Late 50s, I guess. Um like he he went for a long time, and I'm not saying that'll be what Jericho does, but right. Jericho's had a very lackadaisical attitude towards this, where he's like, "Eh, I'll keep going until I don't want to go anymore." Yeah, so Which, I don't think there's any way to measure that. Yeah, the scary thing is it could happen at any moment. Sure, where he's just like, "I don't have." And if he left. did hang him up tomorrow, nobody's going to complain about that either. No, well, if I did have a complaint, it would be that I would love for Jericho to have his into the sunset match. Sure, yeah, something at Mania would, or something. I, I would hate for him to go a long time without being in a match and then saying he's not coming back. Yes, Because that was kind of what happened with Austin for me. Because Austin did WrestleMania 19. There was rumors that he was done after, but he was still young, and you didn't know how bad he was hurt, and it was just like, ah, like give him six months, give him a year even, get that fire, I'll come back to him, get... He's just got to work less with less of a schedule than he has been now. And then it was just like, all of a sudden it hit me like a year and a bit later where it's just like, have I already seen Stone Cold's last match? Against Eric Bischoff, I believe is his last match, is it not? Uh, I thought it was The Rock at 19, unless no, he did No, because he would have wrestled. He was doing the Bischoff thing after that. 
for sure after that. Yeah, I just didn't know he wrestled. Like I knew he there was, was technically a one on one match somewhere down the line on the Bad Blood, or it was one of those best of three, three stages of hell something where he did technically have a one on one match well, with Eric Bischoff. Maybe his last match was with Eric Bischoff. Yeah, I think that was the last yeah. one. Unless there was something else sprinkled in there, but that's even a weirder thing to look back on. But that's a that's a really good person to bring up, though. Right. To not get that that moment. big send off, yeah. Like that's it, sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, the closest thing he got was he was doing the GM stuff, and he got fired when they did the five on five Survivor Series thing. Yes. And when he got fired from that, I was like, oh, maybe now you never see him again. But it's different knowing, hey, soak it in, drink it in, man. Because yes. this might be the last time you ever see this guy perform in a WWE ring. Uh, 15, do you, who do you guys think is most likely to pull a Drew McIntyre and come back to WWE after her leaving and being pretty successful? EC3? Does that count? <laughs> Technically. I mean, he's already... Well, I guess he hasn't officially signed. They've never right. announced that. Um, that guy looks like a fucking dick. He does. I he's hate a great how heel. he looks, but oh, in in a, in a way heel. that like I can get on board with <laughs> oh, if he's yeah. a heel. <laughs> um, I mean Cody Rhodes. I guess you could maybe kind of mm-hmm. slot in there. Other than that, I don't know who's really I left. I don't know who's gotten big since John Morrison. I Adam Rose. No. No. John Morrison. All right. <laughs> Do you think, uh, sorry, 16, what have you guys been watching lately? I assume that means television-wise. Better Call Saul, uh, Game of Thrones, whenever it's on. Um, I was watching some Dragon Ball Z Super and think I gave up on it because it was, uh, or Dragon Ball Super, because I had never seen it, and I loved Dragon Ball Z as a kid. I loved Dragon Ball Z as an adult. And I was like, I kind of want to see where this went when they actually came out with, like, uh, canon material after instead of all the fan stuff. Mm. Uh, and I was just like, this is fucking, I don't know about this anymore. <laughs> I don't so I got like 10 episodes in when one of them turned into a god or some shit. And I was yeah. like, all right, now I think I'm done. <laughs> um, I recently watched Arrested Development again. And I think I might be diving into Friday Night Lights at some point. Oh, shit. I think that's next up. I want to do Sons of Anarchy again, but I don't have. Uh... You do? Probably more repeat views of shows than anyone I've ever yeah. met in my life. Yeah, I, I like my shows. I stick to them. Yeah. I like to stray outside of them too much. Yeah, that's fair. Um, although the, the the writing's on the table at any point in time, I might have to start watching the Game old uh, Game of Thrones. That's right. That Money in the Bank contract is just looming there with my buddy Monch where I told him if he starts watching Sons of Anarchy, I'll watch Game of Thrones. He's just saying the same thing to you. So it's never going to happen. I came up with it first. It was my idea. He has to start it. Ball is in his court. I would just lie to you, I think. <laughs> it's true. But I would test him first. Yeah. I'd be like, what's this guy's name? And show him a picture of somebody. Yeah. Bad Elvis. I like chibs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 17, do you, do you think factions will begin to play a larger role in WWE since we're going to see a rise in them with sanity and the undisputed era of the Balor Club, et cetera? might they kind of had that uh, little bit of time where it felt like they were going on uh like three-man teams almost more so than two-man teams but it was the wyatts and the shield and the new day and everyone it was all three-man team but i don't know if sanity is even going to be a thing when they get to the main roster i don't know who if, knows yeah like garrick young is not getting any younger yep pardon the pun um but yeah like you could bring them up individually they seem to really like killian dane yes 
but maybe too much. Like, again, maybe they bring him up by himself because he's good enough that he can roll by himself. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, he seems like the guy you split off. I think Undisputed Era makes a lot of sense to stick together. Yep. They um, and like would similar backgrounds and similar builds. Yep. For the Ballot Club. Um, but I just don't even know how long yeah. the Ballot Club. I feel like there's... It has it to depends be, on who's in charge. AJ in it at some point. You have to have all four of them. Yeah, for me. and they have to be. I think if you're going to do it, it's got to be big. It's got to be a main event stable. But you also need another group of four to go up against them too, and that's where I think you run into more troubles. I don't know if you need another group of four to go up against them, or if you just need them to go up against the roster, and okay. and yeah, like different groups of people come and they win the titles, and like it's like they never had a group yeah. to go up against the Shield when the Shield started. They sure. just had three big stars. Trying to find some Uniting. sort of combination, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think Carmella cashes in at the chamber like several famous cash-ins before her, including the first ever cash-in by Edge after a Elimination Chamber match? I wouldn't be opposed to her being the first ever women's champion cashing it in at WrestleMania. If that's not too predictable, at least it's a little historic. But I do like the idea of it kind of mimicking the men's one mm-hmm. without being overly obvious like about the it. the first, men- yeah. Where it's, to have the same path yep. where it was cashed in at the same, after the same match, at the same pay-per-view, whatever. Yep. Although I guess that wasn't an Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, but after the same match. Yes. Uh, have any of you guys ever considered joining the military? If not, what do you guys think would end up doing if you were drafted? I get emails every other day trying to recruit my overweight ass. Um, no. In fact, I often think about if we were put into a, fa- uh, into a situation where we were called upon to have to go, such as World Wars, before how I would hide and avoid said situation because I'm a big old bitch. <laughs> um, but if I did have to do something, I don't know, like... Medic? Hopefully some... I don't know if I could be a medic either. You, I can't do the... Gross? Yeah. Like blown off legs and shit? I wouldn't be able to Are you that. like a bitch? Like you can't... Uh... Like, look at gory stuff, or are you, like, a bitch, like, you're a coward? Or is it both? I would say more of a coward. Like, I can, I guess it's one thing to look at, like, Saw and be like, I can do that, there's no problem. Yeah. But to see an actual severed limb, I don't know how I would react until I see. I have to save this guy's life somehow. Right. Um, I just, I I feel like a, like a, like a nice desk job somewhere would probably be best. Commander in chief. Or like a radio. I'll I'll host the radio show. I'll be Good Morning Vietnam. That's going to be me. Sniper. Sure. Yeah, that'd be good too. What a sniper in a nice low action area where yeah. you like, sleep behind a, like a brick wall. Just hang out on a roof somewhere. Yeah, on the roof of the church. Uh, I would like to. I would never be in the military. No. Uh, same reason as Warren. Uh, I think my body at this point is incapable of getting in the required shape. <laughs> uh, but if you were going to put me in there and I had to take some sort of role of violence, I would need a machine to do my job. Sure. Whether it's operating a tank or drone. A, or a pilot, yeah. yeah. Drone pilot would be pretty cool. Yeah. It would be, it would be like if I wasn't a coward and I was in good shape and I didn't care if I died. Uh, it would be, I think it would be sweet to be a fighter pilot. Sure. Like actually do those dog fights yeah. in the air. But yeah, but it wouldn't be sweet because I would die. Right. So that's that important is the to make that distinction. That situation. Finally, number twenty. Do you think WWE lets the woken gimmick sit for a while before creating a quote unquote final deletion esque thing for him? Will it be the blow-off to the Wyatt feud? Thanks, bros. Hope I made it. Keep on beeping Scotty's racism. Duncan at Brian Danielson with a one instead of an I. Um, 
I hope they do. I hope it's not. To me, you need you need to involve Jeff somehow before you do any sort of deletion outside of the WWE House of Horrors style thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then, I don't want it to be the first thing that they do with Jeff. It needs to be a slow burn for me. Make me care about it. I don't want it. And that's the thing. It's being super picky because I'm like, well, I want it to wait. But I don't want it to be the exact same thing as we saw in Impact. It's right. got to be different somehow. Yeah. But I don't know how that how is. I hope there's smarter guys than us working on it. Well, they did bring Borash in. There you so go. So he's there. Um, I think they're off to a bad start with Matt Hardy. Sure. Like the the way they handled him at that Raw Raw twenty five show. Is that what it was? Twenty five? Thirty? Yeah. Twenty five. Uh, the way they handled him at Raw twenty five, having him that just take that just clean loss to Bray, and it felt like that feud was over, and now it's still going. But it's like, why did we do that? Yeah. Um. Don't know Jeff's involvement. Didn't like seeing him at that poker table when I would have rather him kind of been off TV uh, while he was off TV. Sure. Um, But I kind of agree with you where I would like it to be, I think you need a build to get Matt Hardy above where he is now. He needs to get up to like someone that people are like, he's winning his pay-per-view matches. Yeah. And then you bring Jeff in and then there's a feud there and then you have Jeff join and then you get a maybe a Bray Wyatt feud with the Wyatt. I don't know. Yeah. But it, I agree with you that it needs to be, it can't just be thrown together. Um, all right. We did get one more email and it's quick so we can get to it. Uh, it literally just came in as we were about to wrap this up from Nova Punk. Hello, Satpod guys? Question mark. Uh, yep. There's two of us. I was wondering what you guys thought of the NXT tag team division. Personally, I think it's pretty good right now. Lots of uh, good teams like Undisputed Era, Sanity, Heavy Machinery, AOP, and the Bala Boys. The Bala Boys? Is that supposed to be the uh, Street Profits? Profits? Maybe. Uh, with War Machine repeatedly or reportedly on their way right after the NXT TakeOver for Mania weekend, who would you like to see them debut against? Oh. Uh, that's a good question. I wouldn't mind them getting some jobs in just to establish them. Mm-hmm. Um, as for our first feud, though, Oh, I guess the one team that I care the least about of all those teams right now, and it's not even that I don't care about them, is the Street Profits. But I'd crack my back. I was in pain. Um, like a heavy machinery to me is a takeover worthy match between them, just because they're four gigantic dudes. Yep. But then you could say the same thing about AOP and Sanity. So that, uh, yeah, that's a tough. That's a tough question. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Like, see, the thing is, is I like War Machine or uh, not War Machine, uh, Heavy Machinery. Yes. Um, but I, I don't think they're like I think they are still at the stage where someone, if you wanted to build someone up, could still fucking destroy Heavy Machinery. I agree. And they will. But they're, they're they seem young. They're getting there. They're up and coming. Um, I don't think they're poised for the tag titles yet. No, so, not anytime soon. So if you wanted to get a team like War Machine up higher than them. Quickly, I would totally, I could see that. And it works well because it's machine and machine. Right. Um, There's something you could build with that. Yeah. The the last time I genuinely cared about a wrestler or a tag team of wrestlers, as much as I do genuinely about heavy machinery, I couldn't even, I couldn't tell you. Edge probably, like legitimately. Really? Um. 
Yeah, because and I knew I, you liked them. I'm fucking. I'm so in on these guys, and maybe it's just because I'm looking at them differently because they you're, you're witnessing them at the start. Yeah, on their uphill climb. So maybe I just feel differently because it's you're seeing the whole scope of it as compared to like after Edge went, it was probably Ziggler I liked a lot for a long time. Yeah. Um, but they're but, guys where you saw the start of their career. Yeah, and and, and it's guys that. Like when they win the tag titles for the first time, I think I'll be legitimately super excited for them hmm. as human beings and think, not as wrestling fan. Like Alistair Black is probably the most I've been in on a guy in and a yeah, long time. He's absolutely up there too. Yeah. Um yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to think of who like my other guys who I'm like, I'm invested in you because you seem awesome. I'm going to be happy for you if you win. Yeah. Like Gargano, I'm kinda like that with. And I know I didn't witness the beginning of his wrestling career uh, by any stretch, but he's done a very good job of making me like buy into the whole like underdog Gargano thing where I'm like, I would have been super happy for that guy if he won the NXT championship. Yeah. That's fair. All right. Uh, let's not talk about NXT because we've gone long enough at this mm. point. We'll just wrap things up. Uh, if you want to write us an email like those fine folks did, you can do so. Sapod316 at yahoo.com. Com is the email address. Check the news one more time. Refresh it here. All right. Nothing doing. Um, okay. Uh, Brando picked the uh, WWE pay-per-view for tonight, and he has selected Backlash 2006. And uh, let's run through the card really quickly here. Mm-hmm. Sunday Night Heat, Goldust defeated Rob Conway in a singles match. Okay. Carlito and Chris Masters was the first match. 958. Carlito wins that one. Umanga defeated Ric Flair in a singles match at 329. Oh, Rick. Uh Trish Stratus defeated Mickey James via disqualification, therefore not changing the title from Mickey James to uh to Trish, even though Trish won. Okay. Rob Van Dam defeated Shelton Benjamin in a singles match for the Intercontinental Championship and Money in the Bank contract. Oh, shit. Um, actually, I think Rob Van Dam maybe already had the Money in the Bank contract, and it was like a yeah. Yeah. contract versus title. That's what I think it was, too, yeah. Uh, Sean Benjamin never had the Money in the Bank contract. No, so. but he had some great matches, I'll tell you. Yes, sir. My God. Gold standard. Big Show versus Kane ended in a no contest at 9 minutes and 30 seconds. That That's sounds real. riveting. Yeah. Mr. McMahon and Shane McMahon defeated God and Shawn Michaels. <laughs> this pay-per-view. Uh, no holds barred <laughs> tag team match. 19 minutes, 57 seconds. God got his own entrance. Yes, he did. With the spotlight. <laughs> yeah. God, that's fucking just... That was peak, Vince. Can't do that anymore. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Uh, John Cena defend his, defended his WWE Championship against Triple H and Edge at 17.33. Hell of a pay-per-view, that is. Uh, Baby Hates Me by Danko Jones is the theme that we'll like be Danko listening Jones. to. On the way out, uh, follow us on Twitter at SatPod. Myself at the Diesel Barris. I'm at Brando1990. At ScottBox64. At BB Boris. At PWA Wrestling CA. Uh, go listen to the most recent edition of the Talking Reckless podcast, which is also the uh, Recolution, New Year's Recolution, as named by myself and Eads, who just came. I was like, oh, there's a New Year's Revolution pay per view. We should just call it the Revolution, and then that's yeah. what it became. Um, yeah, we discussed the uh, the top games of the year 2017. So go listen to that. Uh, follow them on Twitter as well at Talk Reckless Pod. And that is all. I think we covered it all. Yes, we'll be back with another podcast next week. 
Uh, would you like to say some parting words of some sort, or yes. shall we just roll on? Until out? next time, folks. Keep a just a giving and the bang of the gooch Woo! Yeah.